Welcome to The Right Film. My name is Sean. <coughs> My name is Steve. I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Alright, coming up we got a review of Hostiles, some other stuff that we watched during the week, and I think we're talking about our most anticipated films of 2018. Is that yeah. correct? Why, why do you say that? We, we discussed that we're going to be talking <laughs> Sometimes about. we can switch it up mid-review, you know? But, yeah, that's um, true. No, we've never I, done no, that. No, I feel like we might have done that once, right? No. I think right. we might have changed perspective of a topic at least once. Didn't we? Perhaps. Stick around, though, because uh, I went through and pulled out everyone's most anticipated films of 2017. What do you what? mean everyone's? Oh, last year. From our, from our we like, did that second last year? episode. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, episode two. Do you remember mine? Well, I'm going to talk about them when we oh, do okay. the topic. We're going to see if our, our picks held up. I don't remember oh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, have no, I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't remember either, so I'm actually all excited. Right. Cool. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go ahead and leave us a review. Something nice would be great. And uh, follow back and share. That would be great. But uh, how was everybody's week? Steve? It's all good. Just yeah. hanging out. Uh, we uh, So last night we played some Smash. We smashed pretty hard. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was a chill. It was a chill time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's going... Show must fit with the volume. Continue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Really, just working a lot. Mm-hmm. Hanging out, drinking. Cool. And I see you're drinking and uh, Guinness. Smash and smashing, as Thomas calls it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am drinking a Guinness today. I, you know, I promised myself today. I was like, he's like, don't drink a beer. And then I saw beer in the fridge, and I was like, well, I guess I have to drink it. Yeah, I've switched it up. I'm drinking soda again. Mm. I'm on a new soda diet. Really? No beer. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> That surely <laughs> will kill you faster, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, you did anything this week? Uh, uh not too much. Uh, smashing was was in order. Um, other than that, pretty uh, pretty quiet winter. Haven't been doing much. Uh, I'm actually saving up for a new apartment, mm-hmm. hoping to move. Maybe I'll have more space and we could do some recordings there or something. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea where I'm gonna move. I'm down to change the studio. Yeah. Be nice. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm living. Could yeah. be uh could be Bronx. <laughs> I feel I like know. this is a conversation where it just leads to like, well, I'm living in a box now. <laughs> rickety cricket. <laughs> I eventually turned into rickety cricket. <laughs> when Shit. can you officially start viewing places? I think next week or the week after. Be- okay. I remember when I uh, was looking for, or when we all got our places, we were talking about apartments for a while. Yeah. So what, we'll uh, talk about apartments again when you're what, ready. What uh? What's the soonest you started looking i started uh exactly one month before okay well i'm i'm at one month and two weeks a month and a half away so i'm probably gonna start next week yeah Ooh, i'm scared it's uh you should be I, i'm not it's i'm not a fan of looking for apartments no it's, it's a lot of work it's a lot of denial left and right i must have got denied like four times before we landed a place which is fucked up you know yeah it's hard out here to get a place but uh harvey how was your week my week was pretty good mm-hmm. um we all went out Friday night. That was pretty chill. Yeah, we did do that. Yeah, that was, was a good time. It was an interesting time. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. Um, <laughs> Best film of 2017 for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, I've worked a lot this week. Um, just working, making a video game, you know. Nice, nice. Cool. When, when can I play it? You can play it right now if you'd like. Oh, fuck. Beta? Uh, no, Wait, is fine. that like exclusive? Like it's like getting a screener? No, it's For not friends like a or screener. it's public. Yeah, it's 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 out. The game has released. It's on iOS devices and Android. Uh, partially. Oh, mm. partially. 
cool. Half of it is. I've actually been uh, interested well, in gaming lately, guys. You can use uh, your like your phone as a controller, and uh, yeah, you can uh, download the app for your iPhone or for your Android or nice whatever what what uh, yeah whatever device you have. Have you have you guys tipped your toes into VR yet? Yeah, we have actually. Oh, yeah? um, like the the uh, controllers operate like in three D space. So if you had like a headset or something for your phone. I know they make like those uh, VR headsets. You know, I've never tried VR. Never. Oh, yeah. I, tried, I tried it's a little pretty, bit. It's I've, pretty great. The only thing I've tried is R. R? It's, reality? It's reality. Oh, okay. Fucking God. Reality almost got you beat up today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We almost <laughs> skipped over that. I beg to differ. I, I, I believe it would have been the other way around, given my, my parking. What if this dude beat the shit out of you? <laughs> it's unlikely. And you still had to record. <laughs> You see, that guy didn't have the fire in his soul that I had because mm-hmm. he was. Yeah. Our listeners are walking. probably unaware of like the context or situation. So why don't you throw some uh, background on uh, the situation? Brief, brief well, brief, brief context. Every time I come to this neighborhood, I can never fucking park. I believe it's due to there being a lot of families with cars here or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's technically Queens. Or yeah, Queens. I mean, yeah. it's like the line of Queens in Brooklyn. And uh, where I'm at, it's no problem to find a temporary parking spot. I have trouble trying to get like the alternate side parking where I am, but just any old spot is hard to come by here. So I'm, I'm driving around for 15 fucking minutes, raging, six block radius, no fucking parking spots. And uh, yeah, and I creep over the, the uh, walkway to see if uh, oncoming traffic's coming. And I'm just literally idling, and then some guy comes walking from the left thinking I'm going to run him over or something. And he's like uh, yapping away. And uh, he said something, and I turned my music off, rolled down the window. I was like, hey, what'd you say? What'd you say, bro? And, and then he just kind of like smiled, and I'm like, what'd you say, man? And he's like, I want to see you run me over or some shit. And... uh was that like a vague like? Cause like, yeah, I dare you to run me over. Because yeah. if you run him over, he's dead or like, yeah, I don't know. severely I think, injured. I, think I, don't he, get... um, I don't know what he was saying. He'd probably just sue you. I definitely uh, was raging, and I was like, you know what? If there was a time for anyone to fucking fight me, it'd be right now. Okay. Parking. <laughs> I'm I'm a pacifist until you make me drive around Ridgewood. Mm. For 15 minutes. The funny thing about all this is like, it's not that you almost got in a fight, is that Sean was just like, What's happening to Tom? I'm like, What are you talking about? And he reads off all the text messages you sent. <laughs> and it's like, Dude, <laughs> like, several in a row, like, I fucking hate coming here. Breaks There's your no parking. More than not being able to find parking. Can I read the text on the podcast? Is that please, cool? Please do. I need to read these. Yeah, do it. I feel like this is a common occurrence, too. This is just. This not, happens I, every week. Of course. <coughs> I'll, I'll start from the top. I feel like most days he's raging about something. That's usually parking. It's either the subway, yeah, or parking. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll read like, you off a week Life here. is too short to be spent driving around looking for fucking parking. So, first text no no parking. So, probably going to be driving around for 15, 20 minutes. Exaggeration. Uh, uh, it was no not exaggeration. I got here at 415, and I didn't park till 435. Nobody responded. Fuck, man. Shomo. Shomo. So terrible. Nobody responded. Almost just got into a fight. <laughs> just wait. Keep going. Keep going. I wrote, the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> Shomo. Fuck, dude. I'm I'm, I'm going to need to get a slice of pizza or something. So, <laughs> so fucking triggered. The great equalizer. <laughs> Some pizza. <laughs> That's the best part. Pizza's like a Xanax to me. And then, and then uh, it goes on. 
Gotta walk like a half a mile though to get pizza. <laughs> and then he wrote, fuck man, definitely can't move to Ridgewood. Spanish kids trying to fight me, no parking ever. <laughs> Triggered. This is a span of like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's definitely not 10 minutes. Oh my God, this it might be so good. Thank you for that. Oh man, that made my day. I just, I don't know, I, I think um, I need to be truthful on the uh, the group messaging. I don't ever want to lie or hide my emotions from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, yeah, we you get don't. live updates. We get live two updates. Minutes. <laughs> I know where you are at any given time. Well, <laughs> see, I do the opposite. Like, when I'm on a train and everyone's angry that's late, there are guys who, like, try to fight the conductor. Mm-hmm. And I want to do that, even though it's not his fault. But I'm angry. I need a outlet. And I just text you guys. Yeah. That's crazy because... I know how sketchy the trains can be, and that's why I leave like at a certain time. Like I know when I should leave, and if I know that if I don't leave at a certain time, I'm going to be late. So so do I. But some days, it's just so bad that no matter how early you leave, you're fucked. That's crazy. I have yet to experience that. I I leave almost two hours early for work. That's wild to me. Two hours. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> I leave an to, hour I, late every I day. leave at nine ten. I don't have to be at work till ten forty five. That's when I leave around nine and I get I get there like an hour early. Then I do some reading. Yeah. But we can't let's just talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> bring back horrible memories for you, huh? But uh yeah, let's jump into some movies then. Uh Steve, you got something for us. You lost the game last week. He did. Oh, so wait, what? He's lying. Look, it's not funny anymore. No, just wait. give me one second. So I have to go first. Fuck. Yeah, you lost the game. Those are the rules. All right, like, Where you been? We're pulling up my notes right now. Okay. okay. So uh, I believe uh, he lost to Harvey. Harvey game type A story. Correct. Is that, that correct? is correct? Okay. Okay. The champion. Of While Asian you're searching cinema, for notes, Harvey. can you at least tell us where you found this film? I found it on Filmstruck. Okay. Uh, so I had to sign up for a 14 day free trial and watch this. Nice. Really? And, uh, yeah, so now I have. Do you set struck. a reminder to cancel it? Fuck yeah. I have a funny yeah. story about that, real quick. Uh, I signed up for to for Hulu to watch um, Bob's Burgers, and uh, I did the one month free trial, and I set a reminder on my phone to cancel the day before. My phone didn't fucking remind me. <laughs> so and you... then they charged me. I was like, what the fuck is this? I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. But isn't your phone supposed to remind you? Mm hmm. They didn't remind me. That's Android problems? Basically. Yeah. Just, okay, so just monitor that, trust me. So yeah, I watched this on Filmstruck and Taipei Story. Uh let's see if I have a good uh Because like just wait. Every like outline like I was reading for this is not very good. Uh so let me find a good one for you. Wow. Not prepared Why don't you put it in your own words? What do you Well the thing is I feel like What's this movie about? Okay. So I guess I'll just use IMDB, the worst one. Yeah. All right, Lung, a former member of a National Little League team and now operator of an old style fabric business, is never is never able to shake the longing of his plas- uh, past glory. And uh, I think that's partly like like that 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 kind of sums it up partly, but not all the way. I feel like it's equally not only Lung's story, which is the lead character, but also Chin, his like uh, childhood sweetheart. That that you see in, throughout the whole movie, and it's basically about their relationship and the people they deal with in Taipei or like in the city. Uh, I think one of the cool, I, I would say this. I at first I wasn't sure if I was gonna dig it. I was I was watching this this morning at like nine. 
I was like, fuck, man. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm going to be about this. I don't know if I can do this. But then it gripped me. I would say 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, shit. And I'm invested. And I think it's just like the cinematography and the interactions that these two main leads have with not only the city, but the characters within them. Uh, uh, let's see. Other ideas that I really liked. Uh, I like the duality in the relationship. I found it very interesting in terms of uh, how how this this story really takes place at a at a at a, at a crossroads uh, in the Taiwanese culture. Like there, there's like the old that it's being encompassed by the new, and is that weird structure? And I feel like their relationship you can really see that where uh, Chen is this like modern Westernized kind of woman. You know, she's working for herself. She lives on her own. She doesn't need a man. She's doing the things she wants to do. And then you see Lung, who is like someone who's really just caught in his past and can't really let go and is still living those glory days. It doesn't mean he's a bad person, but, you know, it's someone who's not be able to move on or move forward. Uh, and I don't know. I think it's a great reflection on not only just their relationship, but just like the city in general. And... uh Hmm. There's like I don't know. It just like I said at first it didn't grip me, but as as like the more I watched and the more I invested into these characters, I kind of fell in love with them in a way, or fell in love with their story at least. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad you you right. you you kind of awoke this this uh, interest in like Taiwanese like cinema. Yeah. Because apparently I didn't know shit. <laughs> It's great stuff. Uh, and now I'm like watching or I'm like, uh, I was on Filmstruck and they have like this huge library of just like Criterion and like other films. Yeah. And let me see if I find a director's name, uh, Edward Yang. Yeah. And he's done some other stuff and I was reading up on it. And I'm like, I'm super interested. He has like a four hour long movie that I have to like sit down and watch. Yeah. I've heard about that. Uh, it's like it. a bright summer day or something. What yeah. about, wow. You'll watch that. I mean, we'll watch. All right. Man, I told you. <laughs> And you never believe me. This is the best part about it all. I'm not going to believe you. This is crazy. Uh, you should check out the one he assigned me a few weeks ago. Uh, three times. Three times. So interesting. The lead actor, what is his name? Ha Sing Ho? He is a, uh Yeah, he's actually the director of... Th uh, of oh, uh, right. Three uh, times. Yeah. Three times, yeah. yeah. No, uh, definitely kind of like, like kind of woke my eyes to like Taiwanese cinema and like really just like like filling in that gap because I don't I don't watch that much like Asian filmmaking you know so you gotta learn today well shit uh, so no this is uh, like I said at first wasn't sure but then it instantly gripped me I would say like near the especially near the end the end was like kind of like heart wrenching hmm. just because you see <laughs> I don't want to ruin it but yeah it's it just kind of just like like basically just like things are falling apart but only to be rebuilt in a, in a different way uh, if I have to rate it, I would say I'll give it a light four. Okay, light four out of five. Cool. I want to see it too. Filmstruck. Mm. Okay, I'll try it. Fourteen day free trial. I'll sign Better up. set like I've got, three reminders. I've got it on Blu-ray. Um, you do? Just wait. Yeah. You have it on Blu-ray. Well, <laughs> well, last week my, you told she lent it to a friend. Yeah, and my coworker has it. Oh yeah, yeah. you telling us that yeah. story? Okay, it's a it's the Criterion Collection. Um, okay, it's like a Scorsese's uh, like. I know, international like favorite films. Yeah, it's got it's got a couple of good things in it. Okay, got anything else, Steve? Yeah, I mean, do you guys want to re rotate? 
I say you just do Let's the other one. Dish them out now so we don't have to come back. Damn. All right. Shit. God. We're not coming back. Yeah, we, don't, we don't take two <laughs> trips. Yeah, one chance. Uh, so, so this other film that I watch, uh, it was kind of random. And I just put it on. All right. So I actually watched two other movies. I watched half of uh, of uh, Eternal watch? Sunshine of Spotless Mind. I fell asleep. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty but that boring. Doesn't, but I didn't. Uh, that's because I was drinking a couple beers. And then I felt. You know when you drink a couple beers and you just kind of fall asleep? I don't know. That's what happened to me. Uh, no, that's never happened to me. Really? <laughs> no, I watched this other film, though. It's an anime called uh, The End of Evangelion. Uh, so if you're a fan of the show. Sorry. I just <laughs> I just realized how sad that is what you just said. What? You fell asleep buzz from watching <laughs> Eternal, Eternal Sun- Sunshine. It must have been a rough night. Yeah, by yourself. Yeah. That does sound like a rough night. I just imagine like half on the bed, half off. <laughs> <laughs> Bare bottles on your pillow. No, funny enough, I had it in a nice glass and uh, I'm just sitting there watching it and then I'm like, and then it just passed out. You're a sophisticated slob. Yeah, I'm sophisticated. Always, mm-hmm. always remember that. Uh, what they call it. Uh, so yeah, I watched the end of Evangelion and it's an interesting anime just because uh, the original the original ending was like a two-part series, obviously, and they kind of closed out this anime. It was very huge. It's Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know if you guys watched any of it. I've never seen it. It's a mecha anime, but the thing about this mecha anime, it just slowly transforms into something else. It deals with a lot of like psychology and just... It, it really, it's not just a mecha action anime and when this when the original ending came out in japan people fucking apparently hated it they fucking hated the ending so the director uh hakaido ano he re-released it and he released this film called the end of evangelion which he said is the actual ending this is what he wanted to put out and it's like (laughs) super surreal it's like weird. It's like at first, it's like a traditional kind of like what you expect in an anime, and then eventually it turns into this weird, like surreal trip. And it deals with like the main character suffering from like depression and not being able to live up to like what he's his what he's supposed to be in life. And uh, it's surprising just because it's an older show, and you really didn't think like like fuck, man. Like he's like they were really like stepping up, like. At least for anime, it's like wow, dude! It was really like ahead of its time in that in that regard. Uh, the visuals were amazing, like always, though. Uh, and it has actually one of the best, actually the weirdest opening scenes in any sh- or any like film animation I've seen. It has the main character Shinji masturbating masturbating to completion over the comatose body of this girl he's like in love with. It's super weird. I'm like. That's how it starts. I like it. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it literally is. You're just sitting there like, what the fuck? And he even says at one point after he's done doing this, happens in the first like five minutes. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, how pathetic. That's what he tells himself. And I was just like, yeah, that's really pathetic. But once you get past that, it gets way more interesting. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to want to rate this just because it's not, it's, it's a film, but it's not really... You know, I feel like you need the episodic, you know, you need the 24 episodes beforehand to really get it. You can't just watch it on its own merits. So I don't know if I want to, like, really rate it, I guess. Nerd yeah. nerd rate it. Nerd rate it? I don't know. Three and a half. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. do the right anime. Cool. Where'd Coming you catch at you. this at? It's on uh, 
What's it called? Amazon? Amazon? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I may or may not check it out. You I want to see that jerk-off scene. <laughs> Is it in the beginning? Like yeah, it's, in the, it's the first five minutes of the movie. Cool. Wow. I always right. like a good jerk-off scene, too. Yeah. It's, it's like I wasn't expecting it because I'm just sitting there just like, I didn't know it was going to happen. And then it happens and I'm like, just wait, what? And I had to like rewind it just to like really just confirm like, did they really put this in a show? Well, great. Now we're going to change the topic to best jerk-off jerk off scenes. scenes. Yeah, there you go. Hey, man, maybe next week. All right, cool. Moving on. Sean, we got anything? Oh, my next? Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched uh, <laughs> I, Tanya. Hey. Oh, nice. Hey. You went to the theaters? Uh, Yeah. Cool. And uh, so Harvey watched this already. Yeah. Oh, real quick, real quick. What cinema did he hit, hit uh, up? Regal. Oh, okay. I thought, let me check. Showtimes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like 710 or something. Uh, so anyways, I, Tanya. It's uh, directed by Craig uh, Gillespie. Written by Stephen Rogers. Uh, stars Margot Robbie, Sebastian Stan, and Allison Janney. Let me tell you. Uh, you guys know what this is about. I don't. I don't think I need to reiterate. Yeah, I mean Harvey talked about it. Plus, it's pretty pop. I mean, it's not that popular, I think. But um, yeah. Anyways, uh, just my thoughts. If you don't know, it's about Tanya Harding, the figure skater, surrounded by the incident. Right. Yeah. The incident. Did she do it? Uh, that's not for me to determine. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. <laughs> No, um, it's not really. Well, I don't know if this story has anything to do with that. I think there's more. There's more to it, but uh, it has like a Goodfellas vibe. I didn't realize that about the trailer, but it does do that like Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas kind of thing of uh, breaking the fourth wall, you know. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of explanation type of stuff, um, and I like it. I'm a huge sucker for films like this. And to me, it's a style that'll never get old, I don't think. I think people hate it. Some people hate narration, too, like voiceover narration. I happen to enjoy that stuff. As long as there's quality filmmaking, it doesn't bother me. And and a lot of times, I enjoy it. Uh, Like this year, for instance, two movies that weren't popular that I actually enjoyed that did this kind of thing was uh, War Machine and... um, American made kind of. They kind of had that quirky style of a true story, you know. And I think uh when when you have a true story that's kind of like weird um you know, like kind of not important, really. I'd say that War Machine's not really that important important and same with the uh, American made. It's just like an interesting little story. I think you have to make it with some some style, you know, and like make it quirky and and do a lot of like stylistic things and like make it audience friendly you know what i'm saying uh it's extremely dramatized but i think it works and um without the characters and humor i think nobody would make a movie about this story like you need that stuff and uh this is a really really fun watch i actually laughed out loud quite a bit um i think a lot of times i was laughing at the uh the bodyguard character tanya's bodyguard <laughs> he's like this big fat dude who uh convinced he's an expert in counterterrorism, and i was like well that's dramatized and then they show yeah you see then the they one. show the real interview where he <laughs> actually claims he's a counterterrorist expert at the end 
So this made me really interested to. I'm probably gonna do that tonight. I'm gonna try and watch that like fucking yeah. NBC shit or whatever. I did the same thing. I would have like watched all that. shit. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get that it's out of the way. Pretty today. fucking crazy. Um. Yeah, I really think this movie got slightly swept under the rug. No, I don't know. Maybe it's just from my perspective because I never got a chance to see it yet. But um, it's still still in theaters, as you know, and um, I'm still seeing posters everywhere for it. Yeah, I think um. I think maybe I've been distracted with movies like All the Money in the World and The Post, which, uh, look, if you're out of those three movies, if you're looking for something to see, I, Tanya, is the clear winner. I don't know, man. I said people would give The Post a shot. You sure about that? Yeah, man. Uh, if I had any like negative criticism, I'd say some of the fourth wall breaking was a little forced and unnecessary. Just small stuff, you know? Um it's not really an important story, so I enjoy that they told it like this. Um, yeah, I don't know how true it is, but I don't care. <laughs> it's not important. <clears throat> it's just, just one of those instances where I was very, very entertained. And I think a lot of the times, or recently, I'm not entertained, you know? Damn. The, these last movies have been slugs, man. I'm just... They all can't be gems, all right? Yeah, but I think uh, I think we definitely could have done a whole episode on this. Like, we could have done this as a main review. Mm-hmm. It would have been worth it, I think. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. The fucking it's post is too Jumanji. old now, but I think uh, something we saw could have been canned, and I think this could have been the Which the one movie. would you have canned? I don't know. I feel like it would have to be in December where we did this, not uh, January. Jumanji? Yeah, I think it's still a little late. <laughs> <laughs> I think December is when we should have done this one, but either way, you know, it still got talked about on the podcast by two of us. So, yeah, just know this is a good movie, and I'd probably give it a four out of five. Four out of five, cool. Yeah, this is a fun watch. Nice. I will yeah. be checking this out this week. Margot Robbie's great, man. And well, I, I didn't want to reiterate, but yeah, Allison Janney as her mom. <laughs> she uh, she steals the show. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. She's pretty. She's pretty great in it. And then they show the real mom, and it's like, what the... Dude, the costumes are spot on in this. Like, yeah. she looked just... Everybody was, looked exactly like the people. Yeah, I, I mentioned that in my review, too. And, yeah, like you said, I thought, like, some like some aspects were probably, uh, yeah, like, uh, like over-dramatized. Or, probably. Uh, but... That's okay. But the bird part, the bird part the was bird, real. Yeah, you you would you would assume that that bird sitting on her shoulder in the interviews is like a a touch that the filmmakers did to make it more entertaining. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the real interviews looked. <laughs> this fucking chain smoking alcoholic mom with a fucking bird on her shoulder. Yeah. You think uh, this film's gonna get any noms? I feel like it could. Yeah. I don't know if it'll get best picture, but we could see some supporting, mm. and I we think, could see makeup. Like I think Harvey Alice said. and Janney will definitely be nominated. They uh, didn't win anything so far, right? Golden I think Globes? she she yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, Margot mm, Robbie. I think won. you might be right. I cool. think it's yeah. I mentioned it before, but I think it's her best performance to date. Margot yeah. Robbie. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't. I don't remember seeing her this central in a film. Yeah. I mean, last thing I saw her in, I think, was like, I don't know, Focus? <laughs> yeah. Will Smith? Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. She's, she's, I mean, she wasn't a lead. Yeah. I really uh, can't think of Suicide Squad. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't much of a winner. But, ta- ta- uh, or I'm sorry, Margot Robbie, I almost called her Tony Hunter. Pretty good, right? Uh, she's She has talent. She's not all looks. 
Craig, uh, what's his name? She Craig did. Gillespie. He's kind of like a, a, a uneven director. His last movie, The Finest Hours, which I actually went to see in theaters, uh, was so so boring. Have you guys seen it? No. No. It's uh really? yeah, it's a long long boring watch. Uh, Finest Hours. Which one is that? It's with what's his name? Um, John Krasinski. No, uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank. I think instantly now we just think of John Krasinski in any of these war movies or something. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Oh, it's where there's like a storm. Yes, and he Chris Pine has to go rescue, um, Casey Affleck and his crew. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was uh wasn't crazy about that. And Um, and weirdly, he did like Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, he's done Lars and the Real Girl. He did Mr. Woodcock, I believe. Yeah. Did he do that? Yeah. Yeah. Million dollar arm. Yes, yeah, so, and he did Fright Night, the remake, I believe. Didn't he? Dude, he's all over the fucking yeah. place. Yeah, he is all over the place. Yeah, but this is a hit, I think. Not a yes. I was a fan of his, so I'll check this out. That's why I went to go see uh, Finest Hours, but I was impressed with that. Yeah, check this one out. Okay, cool. Got anything else? Uh, no, that's all I watched this week. All right, Harvey? Uh, okay. Um, I guess the first thing I'll talk about, uh, this is kind of a rewatch, I guess. Um, I don't know. You know, you know when you watch movies like a really long time ago, and it's almost kind of not a rewatch because you don't remember it at all. Yeah, I think there are plenty of movies that I could yeah. you mean, literally uh, rewatch. Boy, <laughs> you're like get past. Wait, boy, boy. From last week, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie. Oh yeah, 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 boy. <laughs> um, there are movies I've seen in like '99 that I don't remember shit about. Yeah. Dude, I've started movies, so many more movies, and, and halfway through, I'm like, I've seen the shit. Yeah. Mostly it's horror movies. That's crazy because that's never happened to me. Like I remember if I've seen there, a movie. There's or not. movies that I know I've seen, but like I couldn't tell you much about them. And they're big movies too. M- my girlfriend watched an entire movie last week with me, and at the end she goes, "Oh, I've seen this." I swear <laughs> yeah. to God. Like, for <laughs> instance, like, how do you now realize? What's eating Gilbert Grape? I can't remember a damn thing about it, but I know I watched it. Really? Yeah, I remember a lot. I've seen it a couple times. It's too young when I saw it. I don't know. I just. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, what's this movie? This is Lethal Weapon. <laughs> what? You've never seen Lethal Weapon? No, I've seen it. Oh. I said I've seen it, but it's been such a long time that I don't remember anything but, but about you the went, movie. But you went into it knowing that you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, like but, I, but... I've seen it, I but think it, I don't... I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, but I don't remember anything about it. So it's kind of like watching it for the first time. It's like you have a new brain. Uh, this movie is interesting. This is like uh is this is this I, I always jumble all of them. Is this the one where uh oh what's in Donald D- Danny Glover's daughter's dating like the thug? No. No? No. This is uh They're they're newly uh, acquainted in no, this one. Yeah, in this one, uh Danny Glover is getting uh Mel Gibson as his partner for the first time. Uh Mel Gibson's wife has just died and uh he's like very suicidal and uh uh Danny Glover's like not about it because he is uh, fairly close to retirement, and he's older, and he just doesn't want some young rookie fucking up his uh, last few years on the force. Or not rookie, but a young guy, young suicide. A young hotshot. Is this yeah, the one where they're, they're showing off bullet wounds? No. Oh. No. Fuck my talking you're about. jumbling everything. Together. Is this the one where they have a shootout in a Christmas tree for? Is this the one yeah, with? Yeah, uh, this is that one. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one with Jet Li? <laughs> Jet Li was he in one? He was in the fourth, fourth. one. Yeah, he's oh, the yeah. last one. Uh, well, we might get to that. Um, Jesus, what? You watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this movie's pretty good. Um, it's it's not as uh, 
I don't know, as great as I remember. I guess because it's so dated that, uh, I don't know, a lot of the jokes and stuff can feel kind of uh, rehashed or recycled. But um, when you consider when this was made, um, it's a pretty good uh, buddy cop comedy for its time. Uh, We've got some pretty good action scenes with Mel Gibson. He seemed to do a lot of his own stunts, too, which was pretty interesting. The only thing that he was not great at then was uh, doing an American accent. His American accent is <laughs> fucking trash. Yeah, his his uh, Australian yeah he's, accent peeps out by accident. Not even all the time. not even peeping out. Like he was talking in an <laughs> Australian he, accent. Isn't he like American four conversations? Though? What? No, he's Australian. No, he might be. I think he is. I think he was born here. Uh, he may have been born is here. He born but like New York. He may have been born here, but he spent a lot of time in Australia, and he has an Australian accent, or at least he did back then. And it's like all through this movie. What if he just Wait, doesn't know what he is? Maybe he's Kiwi. No, he's not Kiwi. No, he's Australian. All right. That's why he was in Mad Max. Um, but yeah, it's a it's an okay movie. But like I said, it can feel kind of dated. Uh, I believe I rated it. I gave it like a three out of five. He was born in Peekskill, New York. Huh. But yeah, I think he went like towards his teenage years. To live in Australia with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look, if you watch this movie, you'll you'll hear it yeah. for sure. Um, next movie I want to talk about is Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this is okay. Well, uh, we Lethal Weapon Two. He had to relearn his American accent. <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he did have to relearn it because if you hear him talk now, he talks pretty pretty American. He um, has that racist slur. Yeah, yeah he's got that nice racist <laughs> accent. That upstate New York racist slur. Lethal Weapon 2. I think Lethal Weapon 2 is probably better than Lethal Weapon 1. Do they keep the saxophone? Is this the bullet hole one? <laughs> I can't remember. These fucking movies. I feel like that's this not is, even This is idea. not the bullet hole oh. one. Ooh. Uh, Lethal Weapon 2, however, does introduce a pretty pivotal character to the franchise, which is uh, Joe Pesci. Right. They, yeah, they're assigned to uh, protect Joe Pesci because he's a witness in a... Uh, an ongoing, uh, I think think it's like a drug investigation, and uh, Joe Pesci's character mo- uh, laundered a ton of money for these uh, South African um, uh, criminals. And this is an interesting movie because this one int- like introduces that element of racism between, uh, or just introduces racism for some reason. I think it's because uh, there were issues going on in South Africa at this time, obviously with the apartheid. And so, I guess they saw this as an opportunity to uh, shame South Africa in their uh, political state oh. at that time. Damn. So, um, yeah, there's like a lot of scenes with uh, Danny Glover be call- like call- being called a kaffir and shit by uh, South African criminals. Um, yeah, but this movie, I think it's better because the stakes are uh, greatly raised and because it gets like a better... Because uh, before this, like a, mostly Danny Glover was like the uh, comedic outlet for the movie. And Danny Glover's great, but he's no Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci has like the high voice and he's really short and he gets really angry. So He's, like a, of, he's like a pest, right? Is this yeah. the one where he falls yeah. on the ice and he thinks he got shot? Well, he did get shot. Oh, he did? He, oh, gra- okay. he got grazed? grazed yeah, yeah, yeah. He got shot on the, at the hockey game. Um, but yeah. That he's he's great and he is like a pest. He's just annoying as shit. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey. This one also gives uh, 
Mel Gibson's character a uh, love interest who happened to be like a South African uh, secretary for the for the South African consulate. Um, she gets killed though. Spoilers. Spoiler. spoiler. She gets killed real good. You said it first, and then the spoiler. Is, this, is this when he's <laughs> living on the beach in a trailer? Came out in fucking eighty nine. She's living on the yeah, beach. Yeah, he's, in a trailer? he's living, on, living on the beach, and then like a helicopter comes and just starts fucking <laughs> blowing his trailer away. It's incredible how this is all coming back. To me. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's I think it's better than Lethal Weapon One. No, this is probably my favorite in the series. I would give it probably a three and a half out of five, considering the time. Just wait. So you like so the, since this is your favorite in the series, right? And if you watched all of them, we're assuming that you're not going to give them any the other ones any higher than a three and a half out of five. Next movie I'll talk about is Lethal Weapon Three. <laughs> so wait, which one is that? The one where they pull the house off the mountain? What what's up? Yeah, that's Lethal Weapon Two. Right. Okay. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> yeah Riggs uh, ties his pickup <laughs> truck to the to the support beams, and he pulls. I don't know how the fuck that would be possible. I don't think that would be possible to pull a fucking house down no matter how high the beams are i think yeah, if pulls, anybody could do it Riggs can yeah Riggs can do anything he's pretty indestructible uh lethal weapon three god damn i don't know what i'm talking about all these movies <laughs> lethal weapon three i don't even know what happened Fucking a 40 year old dad i hope you watch any movies it's like but hey my dad wants to be on the podcast did you watch anything this week, Dad? Yeah, I got the box set of Lethal Damn Weapon. Damn right I did. <laughs> Lethal Weapon all the way. All right, Lethal Weapon 3. It's coming back to me now. Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, Danny Glover's character, uh, Murtaugh, he's retiring in this uh, in this, uh, in this, this one. Um, so Finally. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, we see him. He announces his retirement. And this one brings some interesting uh, emotional elements into the franchise because uh mel gibson he doesn't have anything else like being a police officer is his is his life you know he lost his uh wife she was murdered and um his floozy died yeah and then the his, second one yeah his south african honey died in the second movie so he doesn't really have anything he's like barely holding on like a uh, psychologically mentally he's like uh, on the edge and all Every he has woman is, he touches die yeah all he has is his partnership with uh murtaugh and uh murtaugh's family is kind of like his family is this the one where he's sleeping with the daughter? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, but in this one, uh, this one, the bad guy is an ex-cop who's currently, uh, he's selling guns. Is he selling guns on the streets of L.A. that he steals from uh, the L.A. Police Department? Since he uh, was a cop, he knows how to get in there and get uh, weapons and shit without being caught. And uh, this one happens to rope in some kind of topical issues that are happening in American society, like uh, with gang violence and uh, like Crips and Bloods and stuff. Murtaugh ends up shooting one of his friends, one of his son's friends, who's a uh, gang member. So they find time to like rope in like topical shit about society. Young Shomo did not pick up on this stuff. Yeah, I didn't either until I... Well, I don't know if I've ever seen this one, to be honest, but I've seen it now. This um, is the one I remember seeing the most on yeah, TBS. This this is the gunshot one. This yeah. is the one is when... He shoots a, him in the shed. He comes out. What, wait, what's He's the, like laying he's by like, the pool? It's like, no, he shoots... There's like a shed, like some kind of... Zip. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this one is the one where uh, Mel Gibson's character, uh, Riggs, is comparing uh, scars yeah, and scars. bullet wounds with uh, Rene Russo. Um, she uh, plays a internal... Uh, I don't know. She's playing like a 
character that they don't really get along with at first, and then uh, Riggs forms a sexual relationship with her because she's uh, kind of like him. She's like a badass and stuff. This one's probably my least favorite of the series. Um, I would probably give it a two out of Ooh, Fallen from Grace. Uh, <laughs> next week, I'm going to talk about Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> Gently. <laughs> yeah, Gently is in this one. Um, yeah, uh, fuck. He kicks ass. Yeah, he, he kicks ass. That's basically my review. Um, yeah. Riggs is a... Uh, <laughs> He's uh, dating oh. Russo at this point, and then she's pregnant. Um, Chris Rock is introduced into this one. He's like a young rookie cop, so he has a, there's like another element of a comedic relief. This one um, it's probably number three out of the four for me. Um, it's not the worst, but I'm not much of a fan of it. Um, they they uh, end up fighting like these Chinese uh, mobsters who's like led by Jet Li, and he's kind of just kicking their asses and stuff. It's... Uh, it's an okay movie. There's not much to say about it. Uh, this is kind of like the American introduction, I would say, to Jet Li. I think this is like it like when he first started becoming like mainstream, like a action star. You're like, oh American man, who's cinema. this guy? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I did with my week. Wow, that sounds oh like God. quite an adventure. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot to believe. Break down I completed there. that so, same adventure when I was like 15 or something. Yeah. Next week you know, you're gonna watch Steven Seagal movies. I would never watch Steven Seagal. I started movies. watching Fuck a Steven Seagal movie, like a recent one, just because I'm curious. Just because out of curiosity, I put one on for like ten minutes. It's fucking bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like you can tell by the editing that which like, one? he can't fight worse. Uh, it's it's one where he plays this uh, this sniper in Iraq, and uh, he plays a sniper. Yes. In Iraq? And he has a lot of uh, quippy lines at the beginning because he's the cool guy that knows how to snipe. And, uh, yeah, that's all I remember. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. I turned it off. Cool. So, uh, nothing else, Harvey? No. Well, you have time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not judge him for his rewatches, man. I think, I think something, I think 15 years is when a movie becomes new again, right? No, maybe not. So it's safe to say you, you don't have any reason to ever rewatch these movies in life. Probably not. In probably 15, another yeah, probably yeah, 15, fifteen years. Yeah. Fifteen years of showing your kid. <laughs> this Honestly, is my shit. If I was gonna show my kid a movie, it would not be fucking lethal weapon. I'm for sure. I sh- I'm gonna show my cat tonight. Actually, <laughs> show your cat lethal weapon. Okay. There's a, there's actually a cat in a uh, lethal weapon too. They have to rescue it from like oh, a, right. a blowing an exploding oh, building. That, that part really pulled on my heartstrings. Was it, wasn't it like a Garfield style cat? Orange. What's the Garfield style cat? The orange, orange. stripey one. Striper ones. All right. Uh, I guess we got nothing else. Uh, moving on to me. Uh, I watched two movies this week. Two. And don't judge me because I didn't do this on purpose, but it's uh, two Nicholas Holt films. Uh, first one being Kill Your Friends. Warren Bodies? Did you watch that? No. I've seen that, though, but oh. I didn't rewatch it this or anything. I watched Kill Your Friends. So you guys uh, aware of this film? Yes. It was no. uh, swept under the rug. Uh, came and went very quickly. Uh, I believe. Reason? Yeah, this came in 2015. I remember when I first saw the trailer, I was intrigued. Uh, it re- re- the trailer reminded me of uh, American Psycho, and it turns out the movie's kind of a rip on American Psy- Psycho. And I'm talking like breaking fourth wall. Uh, this character has the same type of uh, voiceovers and the narration and exposition as Christian Bale's character in American Psycho. Basically, this movie's about uh, Nicholas Holt who plays 
uh, a member of an A&R department for a record label of 1997. And he's trying to like, he's very headstrong about making it to the top in terms of being the head of the A&R department. And nothing will stop him, uh, even murder. And the story kind of progresses into him like having like this uh, psychosis out of body experience of like just he can't help himself. He has to kill. And he's also trying to like stabilize his life while doing all this stuff and basically save ass the, as the movie progresses. Um, like I said, this movie is kind of a rip on American Psycho. This movie lacks the style and the dialogue as American Psycho. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I wasn't crazy about this movie. While watching, I couldn't wait for it to be over. Nicholas Holt does a really good performance, but I think the direction was super weak. The The movie's actually based on a novel that the screenwriter wrote, and I think that's probably the biggest problem is that the dialogue is so, so weird, and the characters are not likable at all. Not one character. There's no redemption. The ending kind of comes to, like, a, a tidy rap that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. You guys should check it out. See if you. It's interesting because this director has directed a couple episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah, he's done. He's done one of my favorite episodes of yeah. Black Mirror. Actually, be right back. Mm-hmm. That was a great episode. That was a good one. Which he's one done is that. That's the one with uh, Donald. Donald, Donald Gleason. Gleason. Oh, the um, yeah. Right. No, you don't want to spoil season it. season two. I think or three. Yeah. One of those. But yeah, uh, this movie doesn't have any style. The dialogue is weak. Uh, the only good thing is Nicholas Holtz's character, um, and that's the character study is kind of strange too. Please tell me the next one you watch is The Weatherman. The Weatherman? No. Why do you say that? That's his best movie. Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Who's in there? As a kid? He's a son. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot that. Nothing better than two Nicholases in the movie together. This I would give this movie a two out of five. I probably wouldn't watch it again or remember anything about it. But the next movie is a bit more interesting than this one. Uh, it's called Newness. And this is a Drake Dormus movie. came... Out not too long ago, I believe it. I think it came out like in November and just got released. Uh, this movie, I don't know if you guys are aware of Drake Dormus, but he's famous for doing like crazy. That was a sleeper hit in uh, 2011, I want to say. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Yep, uh, that's the movie that kind of broke. I would say Anton Yelchin and Jennifer Lawrence a bit into mainstream eye. Surprisingly, not a lot of people know that. Uh, before that, she had done a movie called Winter's Bone that was like a hit, but it wasn't mainstream. Uh, this movie is, it plays on the contemporary, contemporary world of uh, online dating. And it's kind of like these two characters have an app that's very similar to Tinder. and But in this app, you can like actually set your status to um, dating, look for a relationship, or DTF, which is what I found pretty funny. <laughs> Tinder doesn't have that, right? They don't have that feature where you can just set it to dtf uh it's probably just a new uh, an app for that yeah but uh yeah so these characters match uh nicholas holt and uh the wonderful leah costa who's uh famous for victoria Ooh, ooh. yeah she's she's uh she's in this movie there's some nudity too so you might want to check it out shomo i know you're into her (laughs) (laughs) you talk about victoria a lot it's a good movie you talk about the movie a lot yeah sure but uh, yeah, so they match on this Tinder S uh, app. They go on a date and they f- fall for each other. Turns out they both uh, have the same personality in terms of commitment issues and infidelity. And they try to go transparent with each other and embrace all of these flaws. And the movie centers around them kind of like having this 
these sexual desires that they try to please each other with. For example, um, they have this game where they can they go to parties and they both flirt with other people, and they kind of get off on that. They don't like actually like have sex with other people or anything like that. They kind of save that desire until they go back home alone at night, and they can like unleash all of this crazy freaky shit they do at night. Um, it's kind of cool to see these characters do these type of things in this movie. I've never seen uh, Nicholas Holt in a role like this. And uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. You guys might be into it too. The style of it, it's it's uh, it's eye-catchy, I would say. Um, and it's it has this like modern touch to like Los Angeles that I found pretty interesting. Uh, I give this a 3 out of 5. Check it out. Where can we find this? I think Netflix is going to release it soon. Um, it just came out of theaters and it was on Am- you could buy it on Amazon to rent. Mm. So I think you rent Sounds it for like $4. Yeah, you might be into it. But only a 3 to rent. Oh, uh, a three out yeah, of five. Yeah, there's some uh, flaws. Like, all of the emotional highs doesn't really hit me. And um, the ending was kind of weird. So check that out. I don't want to ruin it because it's pretty fresh. Okay. Uh, yeah, three out of five. Word. Newness. Word. You could probably rent it on Amazon. What is the name of it? Nunes? New, Nunes. Like Nunes. Nunes. Like Nunes. Nunes. Yeah. Okay. N-E-W-N-E-S-S. Mm-hmm. This looks like a nice, cute couple. I'm watching the trailer right now. Yeah. Wow. Uh it was interesting to watch. Happy. But um, that's all I got. Two Nicholas Holt films. Didn't do it on purpose, I swear. All right. Well, I guess that... Uh, it's interesting. I, I really don't watch like stuff with him in the leading role. I was Yeah, I was thinking about him recently. Like the last I thing I did him. see was Warm Bodies. Yeah, I don't see him very much anymore. Yeah, he was in... um, What was that movie? A Serious Man? Yeah. Um, Wait, was Colin, Well, Colin Flirt, he plays the gay lover. Or a single man. It's a yeah, single, single man. man. Yeah, 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 single man. <laughs> yeah. Serious Man is a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 They came out roughly at the same time, too. And, uh, you know, he's famous for playing, what's his name? Uh, Beast in the X-Men movies. Right. I think he's most famous for... (laughs) Never mind. He is. Yeah, he is Beast. Yeah, he's famous for Skins, though. That's where he came from. Yeah, that's the Weatherman. I was going to say from uh, the infamous Jennifer Lawrence photos. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can see his dick. (laughs) It's his? Yeah. It's his dick? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, really? he's famous from the Fappening. Oh, so he's kind of like his character in Newness. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. freaky shit with, with J-Law. Leia Acosta plays Jennifer Lawrence. Right. <laughs> I have to track those photos down again. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not I mean, really no, tracking it down. Really it's a quick track. Google search. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, well. But yeah, moving on from that. Uh, you guys want to jump into the main review here of Hostiles? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's play a clip. Run that clip. Captain, you do know Chief Yellowhawk. The Army wants to be certain that the Chief gets home to Montana safely without incident. I don't have any idea what he's done. He's a butcher. And the two of you ought to get along just fine. I've killed savages, because that's my job. You have no idea what war does to a man. I hate him. I got a war bag of reasons to hate him. This will be done, and it will be done by you. Parade's over. Hostiles, a legendary Native American Hayden Army captain near in retirement in 1980, or sorry, 1892, is given one last assignment to escort a Cheyenne chief and his family through dangerous territory back to Montana. That is weird. Yeah. I don't like the way that's structured at all. Um, a legendary Native American Hayden Army this captain. This sounds like a mouthful. Like you're just saying yeah. so much. Yeah, but, uh, that's worded this, weird. Yeah. This movie is directed by Scott Cooper, starring Christian Bale, Roseman Pike, 
Wes Studi, Ben Foster, and the list goes on. Uh, we also got Je- uh, Jesse Plemons as well. Timothy Chalamet is in it for like, like five seconds. I don't know yes, why they put and him. He plays in a there. Frenchman. <laughs> I was like, and this it was, kid it was just pretty bad. It was, it was, it was really, pretty bad. I wasn't expecting this. That took me out of the movie because I've been seeing him too much this year. I mean, he's what has he been in? He's only been in like two films this year. Dunkirk and Call Me no, by Your Name. He wasn't in Dunkirk. He wasn't in Dunkirk. He was Sorry. in Call Me by Your Name. Call Me by Your Name and, and Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought Dunkirk. I'm thinking been, of the other kid been that's been in, been in a lot of movies. He's been like five films in his life. Too many for one year. Two. He's a big star now. Yeah, I think this movie was being made while he's like. Getting fame, and then Houston was like, "Oh shit, yeah. I'm someone." Now. We could have, we could have used him more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you want to jump in, Steve? Uh, As always? Yeah, cool. Uh, Hostiles. So, well, let's first... talk about where we saw this movie. Where did we see it? We oh, saw yeah. it at AMC Twenty Five. I'd oh, love to talk fuck, about man. that. And holy fuck, it was a journey to get to the theater. In oh, terms yeah. of like, once you actually get into the building, I so know. like seven stairs just to get upstairs. So I have a, I have a little anecdote for. The <laughs> So uh, so I watched this after work. I met up Sean, and then I happened to grab drinks with my coworker. Uh, and I and I get there, and I'm pretty buzzed, and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, Bruh. where the fuck are they taking me? There, I was like, I walk into the building. Dude, it's surreal. I'm like, it was weird, right? I'm like, I put, I get the ticket, then I go up the stairs, and then I have to well, go through another three, flight of stairs. Three stairs, and then I get, I get the lady the ticket. Yeah, I'm like, give the lady the ticket, and she's just looking at me. Like, long escalator And she's stairs. like, oh yeah, so it's going to be three more flights? And I'm like, what? No. And she's like, three more flights. I'm like, thinking she's fucking with me. And I'm like, no, three more fucking flights of stairs. And I got lost at one point, because I thought I went the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking bad. That theater's shit. That's the worst theater I've ever I been to. I saw Thor there. It was shit. It's fucking terrible. I've been there before. I don't, I'm not a fan of it either. I, I like was, AMC, but not that AMC. Yeah, Kips Bay is way nicer. This place is a shithole. You guys probably, what, Theater 22, right? It's a 24. Re- it's we're a we're really 22. Old, it's a really old theater, too. Yeah. Is that where you saw it? No. Oh. I, I should probably talk about my experience, actually. Um, you went to Landmark? Yeah, I went to... You paid for it? Damn. Yeah, I wasn't going to go to... Oh. AMC 25. I kind of, I kind of, I'm with you. I feel like I should have went to Landmark. So, yeah, I went to Landmark actually today. I saw it um, earlier today, um, the 12 o'clock showing. And, uh, yeah, that was the last movie that I will see in Landmark. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a mall or something. Yeah, today is the last day. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. Landmark will be closed tomorrow. Rest in peace, Landmark. This is what happens when you don't adapt, Landmark. You should just adopt a movie pass, and this has not been an issue. I, I mean, they were closing way before. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just using that as an excuse. A landmark was one of my favorite, if not my favorite. Because I'm pretty in New York sure. City. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we were talking about this like last year, like around yeah. this time as well. Like landmark is closing. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It does suck. Because that was that's a good theater. I yeah. like it. I like landmark. We saw James Franco there. Yeah. Moment of silence for landmark. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was really Awkward. holding. I was like sitting right. waiting. Like, are we doing it? <laughs> Right, nah, Steve, fuck that. I gave them up. What do you think of Hostiles? Steven Almonte. Sorry, my computer fell asleep because I have to read my one note that I have for it. Hostiles. Not the worst film I've seen all year. Okay, good review, good review. That's a terrible review, and I think you uh, owe the movie more respect. Elaborate. Okay, so it had one of the funniest fucking scenes oh, I've ever dude. seen. The first. We were yeah. dying, and I feel bad that we were laughing. All right, it's not a f- spoiler, but it happens like in the first two minutes. And it's the uh, funniest Ro- shit I've ever seen. In the Roseman movie. <laughs> Pike is running away from these Amer- uh, Native American um, tribe that's kind of like trying to slaughter them. 
or, or her and her family. Yeah. And there's one scene where she's running away and she has a baby in hand and then a bullet just flies and hit the baby in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so left field. Nobody laughed at my theater. Me and Steve just burst out Nobody. laughing. I felt so bad. Nobody laughed at my theater either. Dude, because, it was, it was because it's almost like it's almost like it's like, so ridiculous. Odds? It just hits the baby. Yeah, like because it's so ridiculous. You really didn't think it was going to happen. You're like, no, no. And then, oh my God, they fucking did I it. I kind of thought it was going to happen. I yeah. didn't think it was going to be that funny though. Like it was just so ludicrous. I don't think I found it funny. I didn't find it funny either. Yeah. It's it's ludicrous. You guys are though. buzzed or something. Dude, they, no, I wasn't buzzed at all. I was sober. No, he was sober. I was the one who had a. It's not ludicrous. A, I mean, if they're shooting at a person and the baby's just, taking up like a third of. It's just funny because how how the way no, it just because, like, like shit was hitting the fan and then it was like boom, baby's dead. It seems like something you would see in a comedy. <laughs> That's what I found funny. I'm like, I'm like, nah, like the baby rolling down the hill in yeah. Kung Pao. Yeah, Basically, like, like it's almost like really. <laughs> so it wasn't funny that the baby got shot. It was just funny how they portrayed it in the film i feel like you could have done that a little bit better yeah anyway uh, i don't know it seemed realistic to me i don't know i mean i don't know it seemed that. fine to me too i don't i uh, didn't see anything wrong okay you guys need to stop drinking before movies i was sober coming as from the man who had how many beers on the post review i regret it <laughs> uh so yeah not the worst film i've seen all year uh honestly nothing really stood out i, I thought it was i thought it was kind of just very mediocre uh I think Christian Bale was the only one who gave a good performance out of everyone who was there. Uh, let's see. Like, overall, it's just a slow burn. You know what I mean? Like, the whole movie. And I feel like you're kind of waiting for things to happen. And it's just, I don't know, it just didn't come up for me. It just, it, it, I don't think this is my type of movie. And I probably will not see this again. I didn't hate it. So I don't want to give the impression that I thought it was, like, the worst thing. It's just, it's like, it's a movie that happened, and I it, I think Sean made a good point after watching, because we talked about Out of the Furnace, and that's like one movie that happened, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Scott, that was Scott Cooper's uh, previous movie. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. And I'm like, yeah, and that had the same exact effect on me. Like, I watched it, it happened, and, you know, I don't know, I kind of moved on from it. I just, I feel like nothing stood out. I don't know, like, for a Western... It seemed like a very older film in the style of which it was not only shot, but just the story itself. And I felt like they were trying to tackle issues with Native American culture, which I feel like really didn't. I think Wind River did a better job trying to, like, understand, you know, the plight of, like, Native Americans in this country. So, yeah, I feel like I was pretty lukewarm on this movie overall. Okay. Yeah. Just didn't just didn't grip me. I can get that. All right. Shomo. Uh Thoughts? wow. Well, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go and ahead and say I I don't agree with Steve. I actually think this was a good movie, and um, basically, and the funny thing was, I was like dreading it. So it's interesting. Were you excited about it, or do you have any love? I was not excited about this. I, movie. Did, I wasn't excited, and I didn't see the trailer. And the thing I, is, I, I love, was dreading I love, it. I love westerns. I love movies like like western films, and just this. Didn't seem interesting. I actually, uh, I love Westerns too. It's like my favorite period piece. And then you guys know I can't stand the superficial Victorian-like sets and characters and snobbiness. And I I like the Wild West and its lawlessness and its sporadicness. And uh, yeah, I think this movie did a good job. It, It was like if you took all Tarantino out of a Tarantino movie and made it more serious. Yeah. Like... Like I like that. Like it was just a 
It was kind of plain. I'm with you on that. Um, it's it's just dry, you know. Like, I think I think it was it was dry, but I think I I really emotionally connected with a lot of the characters, and I think um, the conflict seemed realistic. It, it wasn't like Hollywood western, you know. It wasn't like yeah. Welcome to the Wild West. Pew pew. It was actually. <laughs> Can you do that for me one more time, please? <laughs> Family Guy skit? No, you could just you could just rewind if you want. Hit the fifteen second mark. <laughs> um, but uh, I like how it feels exhausted. The movie, I think it matches the theme of it. Like it, it kind of has that whole um, tone that the whole Western expansion and the first industrial revolution is coming to an end, and we're approaching like the new age, you know, the nineteen hundreds yeah. and stuff. And Christian Bale's tire, uh, his tired character, he's like tired, jaded, worn out. It reflects that really well. And I think, um, yeah, I would say he's the one of the best parts in the movie. But I think, I think even the the natives are great in it. Like I love that how they uh, acted. You could tell they've pretty much been through this whole adventure of turmoil in the in the West. And I think, I think it ref- like it shows in all the characters being like tired and worn out. Like how exhausting that whole fucking thing yeah. was with the natives and people stealing their land and shit. And um I think Christian Bale's great in it. Uh he's not playing any over the top character, but I think he plays that character very well in it. And um and like I said, it feels it's a simple movie. It's like a journey. It's like you're playing Oregon Trail yeah. or some shit. And but it's it's like that you would think like Tarantino would do the same movie. But like it would be like a more, wild ride. Yeah, well, Tarantino would have done it, but more bombastic, right? And I and I like the fact that this was like uh, brought down to earth. And uh, I was surprised by this. I, I went in thinking I was going to hate it, and I think it engaged me the entire time. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Did you shed mm. a tear? Mm. I would say the final act I think was the most exciting for me, at least. Yeah, I don't know if I shed any tears, but I I did emotionally feel some of the characters and. Uh, I thought Roseman Pike did a wonderful job as well, and um, I, I don't know. It was kind of there were some surreal moments that didn't seem like typical Hollywood movie making that I appreciate that they did. Like what? Just the whole arc of her uh, and her family, and um, and kind of just the uh, the the whole subplot with the uh, the criminal they're escorting and stuff like that. Yeah. It's stuff that like Tarantino would do, but it's done more mildly and down to earth. Yeah. Stuff like that instead of it being a fluff piece, a western fluff piece from uh-huh. Hollywood. I'm I'm th- uh, like in comparison's sake, I I know you shouldn't do this, but like I was thinking of another western that I've watched in in more recent years and I think about one of my favorite ones that I that I adore was Slow West. And I think I think that just I don't know, I'm I'm like thinking it was just like but just, that, I don't know. I, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I shouldn't compare. But, but I was that movie about, is like in the heart of the West. This yeah. movie is about the exhaust of that whole well, culture. Well, it's like it, well, it's like demythologizing. The slow West is more about demyth- demythologizing. Like it's just like you look at the youthful ambition, and then you look at the counterpart, which is like Fassbender's character, who is like who knows what reality is, like what it truly is to like live out here. Yeah. So I mean, it's but that's what I'm saying. It's just like. It, it seems like it's like an older film, and it just doesn't really do anything to captivate me or like like I don't know. It made it just, me kind of sad, like for the characters that 
this this world was being left behind by the new age and and like all this shit went down for new you know for nothing but greed i don't know i i feel like i it, it hit me that theme hit me okay <clears throat> i'm surprised you loved you you loved it i liked it a lot i wouldn't say i don't know Pretty, all right. uh, hey, man. i really enjoyed it i can get put that. a goddamn ring on it you loved it harvey got any <laughs> thoughts on this movie Oh, take a swig of a beer. Yeah, I do have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I'm more on Shoma's side. Um, I don't yeah. really agree with most of the things you said, to be honest, Steve. Um, Turmoil. I think this is Ooh. a pretty great movie um, in several different regards. Mm. Um, this movie's probably fairly difficult for some people to watch because it's very dreary. It's um. It's it's got a lot of elements of like classical westerns, but it's also kind of like uh, more on the side of like the revisionist shit, like uh, I don't know, like the New World and uh, like the Revenant. It's um, it's a very different style. It's a new like style of uh, western, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Christian Bale's character he does a really good job of uh, like holding that uh central performance down he is really great at being like a um just a hardened uh commander that's that's seen everything and he's kind of um, over it like uh like deep in his fucking soul and his psyche is just completely worn from uh we assume that he was like a part of the indian wars and um yeah we hear the battle yeah. the the stories yeah and like the animosity and the hatred that he has for indians it's not really there <laughs> anymore and i think that's like a part of this movie that i really enjoyed because they do a great job of not really demonizing anybody or um letting the i don't know the current relations between the like native americans and uh I don't know. I, I wouldn't agree with that because in early in, in the early scene when we do meet those characters, he does something that's like super fucked up. You know how the way he keeps them chained up. I mean, and he also asks like his only like the only like African American character to chain this other person up, which I thought was just like. So I'm, I don't think he's like this that redeemable. I think later as he grows, no, but in the beginning, I don't think he's like. I don't this, think he's redeemable at all. But I I don't believe that. Uh, Fuck! What was I saying? I don't believe that hatred is like a. I think he's I, on. He's on the the last up. leg of like Life. his his, you know, he's grudge holding. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like his task is to uh, escort the chief. I believe his name is Yellowhawk. Yeah, back to Montana, and I think Yellowhawk has already figured out what Christian Bell's character is slowly figuring out that. The hatred between like their two peoples, it I don't know, none of that shit really matters. It's in the past and um he has like there's like a really great scene where he says like death is coming for us all and it's something that has allowed his character to move forward and be at peace with uh, the things that happened in the past. And I think that uh Christian Bale's character is slowly realizing that and he's slowly letting go of that hatred. He he definitely has like some uh issues at the beginning of the movie and uh things that a good person would not do but i think it's also uh that's that was just who he became over the years of completely of fighting these people and uh doing these horrible things um yeah but uh 
there's other characters that I really enjoy in this movie. Uh, Rosamund Pike's character is uh, really great. Um, she has a very emotional. Um, she has several very emotional scenes, and um, I think that none of it felt uh, forced or something that a character that had gone through the things that she went through would not do. If that makes sense. Um, there's like a very uh, emotional scene and a very touching scene between her and uh, Christian Bale's character in the tent. But I like th- that everything is very true to the characters and true to the situations that they're in, that it, it doesn't get incredibly or overtly sexual or romantic. It's just these two very broken characters and they're looking for someone to share their misery with and hopefully alleviate their own misery with um i don't know there's i don't know there's a lot i like about this movie yeah there's a lot of little elements you know it has has tiny little things that like there's the whole you know forgiveness of how the treatment of the natives there's dealing with yeah that scene was with uh i forget his yeah, the curly-haired guy. Yeah, that's a. I like the scene a lot. I think there's just a lot of good scenes in this. I and I'm just. I think my favorite part about this movie is I went in saying, "Oh, yeah, it's dreary." It's crazy because I have the, like I was completely just not like I was so like neutral about it, and I went to go see it, and I just didn't care for it in terms of just I didn't think it was like this amazing film. Yeah, I, was I just a, like I felt like it was just very middle of the road. I think there was a lot of interesting scenes. I think there was a lot of... It was more... Like I said, it's like nothing I hated. It wasn't like a bad film. It wasn't like... It doesn't pander. It doesn't... It just didn't have that effect, which I found so crazy that you guys were like super affected by it. Well, why not, uh, why not balance this out with Sean? Yeah. Um, How do you feel about it? Steve, you asked me what did I think of this movie uh, as soon as we left the theater. I guess you were just... You usually never ask, but I guess you were very curious because you were a little... Yeah. Uh, in conflict, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And the first thing I said to you is that I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the ride. But I don't think it's a movie that I would rewatch. Mm, and yeah. this, I still feel the same. I did enjoy the movie. I did enjoy the movie. It reminds me a lot of his previous film, Out of the Furnace, which we saw together in theaters, too. Yeah. But, uh, Shomo, you've seen Out of the Furnace with me as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, or, I don't know. I feel like I saw that at home. I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we all it reminds me a lot of his previous movies. Two movies that come to mind: uh, Crazy Heart and Out of the Furnace. Uh, and it also deals with the same character arc of Christian Bale, kind of like just trying to keep the peace in this period of time that we meet him, while also transcending to something else. And the movie plays along the lines of two other westerns that uh, were those. Uh, that it remind me of as well. One being Appaloosa in terms of pacing and action, and the other one in terms of like plot, uh, Stagecoach. If you guys are familiar with those movies, um, yes. So I did enjoy the movie. Um, there are some things that I have a problem with. Mostly that comes from the overall arc of Christian Bale's character and his inevitable switch into what he becomes towards the end. Um, I'm not going to say too much of what happens there. But his character kind of transcends to something else. And we're, we're supposed to believe... The movie establishes that this guy has had a traumatic experience as a... What is he? A colonel or a... Colonel. A commander. 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 Um, I, his job is to basically hunt down Native Americans in this region to clear the land for 
settlers and buyers. And he's had to do some unspeakable things, and he's probably seen some unspeakable things. And the movie establishes that he hates these people. And where the movie turns is when something happens with him and the chief, and he kind of sympathizes with them. And it happens so quickly and abruptly. And it's not a slow progression into like self-reflection or anything like that. It just switches him. And I think that 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 took me out of took me out of it quite a bit. But uh, I did like the performances from Jesse Plemons and Ben Foster. There's a character arc with his friend. Uh, I can't remember, but I enjoyed that because um, was Tommy the character? Yes, uh, the guy with the big ass beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. So I actually I like that story of that character a lot. He's a more extreme version of um, uh, Christian Bale's character. They're kind of both going through the same thing in, in terms of a. Uh, come to terms with what they've done in their career and he can't really handle it as well i would say as christian bale's character but um rosen pike her this is one of the, actually the best performance i've seen from rosen pike she she manages to carry this emotion throughout the entire film without missing a beat and when we find her once again in the movie from when we see her in the beginning she's she uh she's pretty charismatic in terms of like portraying this saddened person who has nothing left to lose at this point in her life and she kind of plays somebody who's just lost her mind and uh it's pretty pretty well done um i would say i feel the same thing about this movie as i do with out of the furnace i think that scott most of scott cooper's movies especially uh black mass which i recently saw not too long ago i think that the uh the film presents itself to be a little bit more grand than what the outcomes usually are um in terms of like um promotion and actors right if you understand what i'm trying to say yeah black mass is very underwhelming but my favorite thing about this one is that it was like it was a quiet and, and pleasant film yeah. whereas black mass was aiming to be big but it didn't i feel like this one was meant to be like small mm-hmm. uh the budget's much much smaller funny enough uh well it's not funny but uh it's interesting the movie was made for 40 million dollars and it only raked in $2 million since its release, which is a box office I mean, bomb. You can't even yeah. see it in New York fucking city, so. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It, it just had a wide release two, uh, a weekend ago or so. It should have made a little bit more money. But after the wide release, it wasn't promoted very well. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Um, didn't hate it, but didn't love it. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, I did like the style of his filmmaking. I, I, I'm a big fan of his style in, in terms of filmmaking. I like the way he presents Payson, especially in uh, Out of the Furnace and Crazy Heart. Shoma, I know you're a fan of Crazy Heart. I'm a fan of Out of the Furnace and Crazy Heart. I, I haven't rewatched them. Like, I don't think I, wa- I rewatch a lot of movies anyway, so I don't even think that's like a factor for me. Okay. Because um, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't rewatch this, but I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I would and recommend I, it to people who I are guess into Westerns. My thing about the character arc with him is um, it didn't bother me at all. And um, I would say that he was, he, you know, experienced something. I, I didn't rule out that it's possible for someone to switch like that. I um, mean, my, this is, that's, and that's inherently the problem, though. It's just like he is shown to be so jaded. And he's like, he's shown these like things very upfront. In the beginning of the film, so where you have this like switch around, it's it is abrupt. It is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's hard to believe in a way. I can I can understand what Sean was saying. Like, and you also have to factor in the uh, his encounter with the girl. I think changed him a lot too. 
There's I think a, there's, he's been. There, a, I think there's like. I think to his own kin. I think there's always going to be some kind of, especially someone who can't defend themselves. There's always going to be a pride of like, especially for a soldier, to I, try to take care of someone. Yeah, I. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I really disagree with that. Um, that's actually one of the things I really enjoy about this movie is that I feel that where his character ends up at the end of the film, I feel like it's r- really well deserved from the. Uh, I agree. With, arc. I agree with that, but I'm talking about the initial point of him switching in uh perspectives is a little bit off for me i don't know but i i do think the movie ends on a solid note the movie actually has a like the last scene of the film yeah uh took me over the edge in terms of really enjoying the movie i like that scene a lot uh it was unexpected and uh it works it's not very um climactic or anything but it works for me i think yeah i think my favorite part of the film is that third act and is that that moment when they reach montana I think that's when I really got hooked in in terms of, uh, especially that I don't want to want to ruin anything, but there's a there's an interesting uh, gunfight, which I which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Several gunfights. This well, there, well oh, there was the one where I was like, cause like I was like the last one. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. This movie, it, the pacing reminds me if a lot of old western movies, uh, this is the style of pacing. They're not really shoot 'em up films, especially like films like Stagecoach and. Yeah. Um. Once upon once upon a time in the West, they're kind of just very slow burn towards the end, and something kind of happens towards the end where it's uh, it's traumatic. But uh, I don't know. I I like this style of westerns. This is very divisive because I feel like I'm the only one who's like not. No, not I think in love Sean is is kind of. I don't know. He yeah. agrees with some of your things. And yeah. I'm just like. It's kind of interesting because I do I do like westerns and it's something I sh- like I would love I should love instantly but it just didn't grip me it didn't there, resonate with me. There's something I told you in the end. Um, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but this movie ends exactly the same as Out of the Furnace. That same shot. Oh, the, everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're telling me that I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I actually forgot. I didn't even like think about Out of the Furnace going into this. I forgot it was the same director. Yeah. And then there, that's there, the there's thing a about funny moment in the movie that I think we both chuckle at. And I should mention which one. Uh, there's a part when uh, he opens up Rosamund Pike's uh, tent, and he's just making sure she's okay. And she goes, uh, "Where's your tent?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have somebody fix me up one." And she's like, "Oh, don't be crazy. You should get in. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. You should stay in mine." <laughs> and he just and before she even finishes, he goes, "Oh, are you sure?" <laughs> he's like real quick, like, "Oh, I mean, I guess, right?" Yeah. That's pretty. Because he's so like, solemn and like he's so I feel like that's the way he says it. How that would really happen? It's pretty funny. He doesn't go. No, I shouldn't. No, no, I'm gonna be out he's here like, in the cold. You sure? I mean, he fucking dives right in. He's like, yeah, because it kind of sucks out here. I yeah. really like to come in. <laughs> it's fucking cold. It took you so long. No, I just like uh, I like the the I like the changing of landscapes too. Ooh, you know what? I fucking like this film a lot. Yeah, I like it's, it too. It's your it's your the changing of New Mexico yeah. to Montana. We got to see all of it through Colorado. Oh, that was awesome. There's some really good shots in this too. Um yeah. there's like the one where it first starts raining and the. You've just got that uh, shot of them riding riding their horses while it's pouring raining. It's a really good fucking shot. I'm yeah. on board with it. Yeah. I liked board. it. I was actually dreading it because usually I see movies pretty early in the week, like usually Thursday. Yeah. yeah I pushed this one to the last day because I did not want to see it. Yeah, That's and crazy. It, it seemed like a slow, dreary Western that I didn't want to see. And I saw it on a Friday night. And uh, I went to the theater, right? Packed. Yeah. People in line. Nobody could get their movie pass to work. I have like a great formula for refreshing the app, and I'm like suckers. 
And uh, but I'm watching all these people get mad, wait in line, trying to get movie pass to work, jump out of line because they can't fucking get it to work in time and get back to the back of the line. Got them. And uh, I'm like, why the fuck are there so many people here? And I'm like looking at people's phones to see what they're seeing. Uh, the room was showing. Yeah. Uh, so there was that, and then a lot of people were seeing Coco for some reason. Like, how the fuck is Coco, Coco still? Yeah. Yeah. And wow. people at work are asking me, "Oh, have you seen Coco?" Like they just late like, to the game. I'm like, bro, like I saw I saw Coco like last year. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> the fuck? It's uh, like, yeah, that was weird to me. And uh, obviously, nobody took that journey up with us to the fucking eighth floor or whatever. Yeah, yeah we were the only. I think there was only four or five. There was like everything showing? was fucking closed when he got up to like the yeah. fifth floor. You're like, no, there's no concessions on no. any of the floors except the bottom one. Yeah, I had to go all the way back down Tech, to go get popcorn. Dude, my girlfriend, I, I was like, all right, I'll get you popcorn. I got in the elevator and there was a guy in the elevator and I, I was like, take me to the closest concession stand. Takes me down to the bottom, like the very first escalator you go up in that main lobby and the line was like down the fucking hallway for the concession stands. And then I still had to take like nine fucking elevator or escalators up back to the theater. Got him. And I was like, I texted my girlfriend, I'm like, you're gonna have to sit the uh, the snacking out on this one. We're not getting any any popcorn. That's fucking rough. Yeah, they didn't even turn the lights on in the hall. Was in our floor. Also, uh, <laughs> this is a. I'm at. You know what? I, this is a terrible theater going experience. And the fact that I enjoyed the movie, it really shows uh, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something that really fucking annoyed me. You know the little lights along the wall that they dim and shut off uh, yeah. as the movie starts? One fucking light stayed on, and it was this one. God. My my left peripheral. Beaming on you. Dude, anytime there was a night scene, it just illuminated me and Tappy. <laughs> it was just glaring me in the eye. God. I was just like, please take me out of this theater. I need to go to Kips Bay. Let's rate it. I think... Uh, okay, Steve, yeah. go first. Uh, overall, uh, letterbox score. This one gets no hearts for me. Uh, but it gets a light, a light, light three, light three. Cool, cool. Because this is nowhere close to fucking the post. The way I felt about that, this is like nowhere. All right, it's way more enjoyable. Yeah, it was. Right it was yeah, exactly the post. I was like counting time. I was like, come on, come on. Shomo, I'm going four. All right, Harvey. Yeah, it's a four for me as well. All right, it's a three and a half for me. Uh, it actually reminds me a lot of some of my favorite westerns of all time. I actually prefer my western slow and dreary. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of uh, High Noon in terms of uh, the pacing and the like the anticipation that built as they get closer to Montana. Um, so in that respect, it reminded me a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I dig, it. I dig it. I'm on board. The- hey, this is the first three of uh, this is the first uh, good score we've given this year. Because think about it, Jumanji, we all, I think, gave it a universal... Uh, two? Two? In the post. In the post, got a universal... Wait, Phantom Thread was January, though, right? No, no Phantom Thread was December. December. Uh, you sure? Yeah. 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 That was our end of year review. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think it was released in January, though. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. Phantom Thread? That, we rec- came out, that came out on Christmas. No, I mean, the episode we recorded was released oh, yeah, on, like, yeah. New Year's. Or yeah, something. yeah, That yeah. is true. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, you guys want to dive into the topic here? Most no, anticipated. we got to pick a movie. Oh, pick a movie, yeah. Uh, I guess the, we've never been, we haven't been excited to pick the movies in January, so kind of forgotten about it. I think we just need to suck uh, it up and pick something. Yeah. What comes out next week? Nothing. I was asking so, you. Something comes out. 
Something comes out. Is there anything we actually want to see? I, f- I feel like something notable, but I can't think of what it is. Let's see here. Let's pick something. I feel like it's not going to be anything I want to see. <laughs> That's the spirit. All right. So next week, we got Maze Runner. We have to watch the other movie in order to get it. Uh, what else we got? It says Hostiles Expands. Yeah, more theaters. So let's just review Hostiles. We should have just waited. And then we could have <laughs> saw it in a nice theater. That dude, is true. Dude, is I it, did see it. Is, is that well, it? For the last time. You know, you had to pay Maze Runner USD Hostiles. for that. Fuck that. So we only have Hostiles. Well, we Those have are host- the main releases. Uh, I'm showing uh, Have a Nice Day, Kickboxer, Retaliation. <laughs> With the uh, name like retaliation, good. I don't know, just man. Say, I just need something to save me from Maze Runner. Um, like me, what is that? Let's have a nice day. I don't know. Ooh, I heard about this. I think it's an animated Chinese movie. Probably not going to be a pick for us. We could go back to Den of Thieves or Twelve Strong. Twelve Strong could be interesting. We could. You mean Men and Horse? Yeah, men, men and horse. Um, yeah, man. We have to is, put a pin on it. This is tough, huh? Sundance is going on right now. Too bad we're not cool enough to go. Yeah, no one's going to Utah. Uh, what do you guys think? What are, what are, what are your honest opinions? I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of the Maze Runner series. I have never seen them, and I didn't want to. I saw. I think I've seen all of them. Yeah, I've seen all of them. I've I've only seen the first one. Huh. I don't know, Harvey, you got a pick? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's between Maze Runner. Maze Runner is some... already getting bad reviews. Holy shit! No shit. <laughs> Are you guys all caught up with Maze Runner? No, right? I just need to watch one of the movies. Watch the first, first trails. The first one, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Uh, well, I mean, the good thing about Hostiles is we're gonna get the review out just days before it goes wide. So, I mean, people can hear the review. And see whether or not they can go see it. So I guess it is good we did. But what do we have for older releases? Last week, what came out last week? The commuter, the commuter, <laughs> the commuter, which I saw a lot of people going to see. Uh, this is rough, guys. There's a uh, Dakota fan. Because the thing is, if we please pick, stand by. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at that. By. But it's that, not a wide release. How about this? Hey, how about this, guys? We'll come back to this at a later date. Because the thing is, if we watch Maze Runner, it's it's only fear, uh, fear. If you guys uh. I'm going to watch the other ones. Yeah, you have, watch, I have to watch Scorch Trail so I know what the hell is going on. Trials. I think 12 Strong. Is it Trials or Trails? I don't fucking know. I think we should I do, trails, I think we should do right. 12 Strong. Another really horseback movie? I don't want to watch another horse movie <laughs> I, with guys on guns. I, I, for some reason, I've been really wanting to watch more movies from the the war in Iraq and stuff. Oh, yeah? And, with that cheat, stand by me. The fucking horse gets up in the trailer. Fuck, God um, damn! It, it could so it could be good or it could be American propaganda. It's probably a little both. Here's here's my thing. I was leaving and I saw a billboard for it. Right on September 11th, the world watched in terror or something. On September 12th, these men were the first to volunteer to fight, and I was thinking, wow, it took them a whole day to volunteer. God damn. They signed up. Like, I would have done it on September 11th. I was old enough. <laughs> the military office was closed. There's a. You see Ava? I would watch that. Yeah, so I don't know. Let's pick something throughout the week because we don't know what the fuck we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shelf this one. This is a, a rough month. It's gonna be a surprise to you guys when it's released. 
Oh, you guys living that, living that, huh? Yeah. Right. Oh, they all they they went with Maze Runner. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna fight that to the very end. If that if like somehow all three of you pick that, I don't know if I could do that. I can't waste my week watching. How many are there? This, this is just, a, this, this is the third one. Gee, how did they get the three? No, wait, isn't this the fourth? It's the third one. Is it? Oh, <sighs> no, we can't do that. Um, <laughs> I always get the diversion shit confused too. Yeah, uh, that that's over. Yeah. All right. Let's shelf it and then move on to our topic. Before yeah. we go into our topic, though, may may I introduce it? Sure. No. All right. So this uh, this I, week's topic. What? I'm sorry. I'm, oh, sorry. I was gonna say I didn't even know it until we came today. <laughs> really? I was hoping you guys did some research. I mean, I already know my picks. Oh, you already knew. Yeah, you I have watched them in your ton brain. of trailers. Uh, all right. So this is uh, going to be our most anticipated films of 2018. We did this unofficially on our second episode. But we grouped them with our uh, our favorites of 2016, and then we we did two topics. We and then we after that we talked about our most anticipated of 2017. And I realized that you really don't know shit in January. Yeah, probably not. And and I think that's the interesting thing about it. Um, and I think, uh, but I still think it's cool to do. Like like, what do you know that's coming this year? What are you looking forward to? And at the end of the year. With the next following year, we could talk about how wrong or right we were. Uh, but just keep in mind, all the good trailers haven't even started sh- like being released yet. Like for instance, things good that time. we've already been exposed to. I suppose. Yeah, I didn't know about Good Time in what, January of last year. Um, you guys want to hear your picks for uh, last year? Sure. I, I, went, I went through and listed everyone's. I think we did like three or four each. You know, like three each. Um, I flagged like five movies this year. That I'm kind of looking forward to. Okay, Sean. 2017, most anticipated. The Discovery. Uh-huh. That was a oh, that was, that was, I that was quote, a I quote, dude. <laughs> this is brutal. I don't want to hear this at all. This is going to be the best film of 2017. <laughs> this is your, this is an actual quote. Dude, it's going to be incredible. Fuck. <laughs> they got me good. They heard that shit. <laughs> However, your uh, your next one was Dunkirk. Uh huh. Lived up to the hype. Definitely. And then you also were very excited about Raw. Yes, that was great too. Raw Raw was like an upper hand though because you got that was pretty early in the year it was released. Yeah. So I think you'd probably already seen trailers and stuff. Steve, what was mine? You were really excited about uh, Blade Runner. Uh, but one. we all expressed that we were scared and excited at the same time of Blade Runner. Yeah, because we weren't sure, you know. It's but, just like uh, anything could happen. We, I think we all were, were pleased with that. Uh, you also put Spider-Man Homecoming. Which I, I definitely did enjoy. Yeah, and then you put Dunkirk. The Those are like blockbusters. Discovery loses a star for embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going right now. Yeah. You're like changing it. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Uh um, I don't like to be Harvey, docked. Harvey, uh, he was really looking forward to Baby Driver. <laughs> I think that kind of lived up for you, right? Yeah, but Baby not, Driver not was not enjoyable. You put Get Out on there, even though it was like f- three episodes away from being reviewed. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, we talked about that. And then Blade Runner. Yeah. It lived. It lived yeah. up. I put Blade Runner because uh, the trailers were looking like, they were hype, man. You yeah. just see like a shot of Ryan, Go- like or the teasers, rather. Yeah, the teasers were hype. Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. I wonder who that was. 
but you guys were talking about on that episode how much you hated the first one. And oh know. yeah, that's where the that's where it all spawned. But Steve, but, uh, Steve is my boy. You're just like really. I thought it was a fun movie. I'm like that's yeah. right. That's well, the boy, first Steve. one is a fun movie. I don't understand where the hate comes from. What all else right. do we got? Uh, I also put two more. Um, the Dark Tower. <laughs> <laughs> The dark tower. <laughs> you, all right, you got got. Yeah, that's the worst that, discovery. Yeah, that's but probably fuck the you guys, because you, you are. Like, yeah, we yeah, were. Looks fuck. pretty good, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious. I didn't say that at all. I, I, I'm pretty I refu- sure everyone I refu- nodded. That. I said that I thought the action looked good. And I said I was like I saw no, the trailer. Is, I'm like, this did not look good. No, this is before trailers. I was kind but, of excited, yeah. But we are all like, yeah. That was probably top. <laughs> yeah. That was top ten worst for sure. We that's that's in my top five worst. Yeah. That's Same here. funny. And I also put this movie that looked interesting called Mute. Uh, I went back and looked. You didn't even see it. <laughs> Shit never got released. Uh, it's still like in post-production. <laughs> Damn. They didn't even have a poster yet. Weird. I, I'm assuming that, that I think, movie's in the trash. I think I Tom so lost. Is that going to be on your list today? <laughs> no, I'm, there's no, I'm, I'm trashing it. I gave up. So yeah, who wants to? I mean, how many do you guys like write down in films, or you just have them in your head? I have some stuff that I'll actually recently how, watch the trailers for. How many do you guys have? I, I have, have like two or three. I think I have two or three oh. as well. Yeah. Okay. I picked out five. Uh, okay. I have actually two. I have two that I'm actually like. I, I saw the trailer. I was super excited for. So I'm gonna mention those two. So I'll go first. You just want to list them. We don't need to go around and alternate, right? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just list them off. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Talk about Har- Harvey. Seemed like he was pretty hyped. Yeah. Go. I'm not hyped. I just don't want mine to get taken. <laughs> They're gonna. Be you know taken. what? I'm gonna go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're all excited mine for the same pr- shit. Yeah, mine are pretty obvious choices. Same here. Um, Wes Anderson is back. Isle of Dogs. Um, yeah, pretty obvious. Yeah, I'm, I'm that pretty, was my backup answer. Yeah, I start. Form. Yeah, I start salivating for every fucking Wes Anderson movie. So pretty excited about this one, and it's also his return to uh, animation. Mm. So. Should, yeah, so it should be interesting. Yeah, um, I'm excited for it too. Number two I have is uh, You Were Never Really Here. Uh, also the return of a great man, Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Very excited about that. Um, he plays an assassin in this, and it he looks kind of badass. And like the, he has a big-ass gray beard. Yeah, he, yeah, and he has a huge beard. It's it, like it a, just looks exciting. It looks kind of like Taken, but better. Yeah, it, it looks a little bit like Taken, and... I read like a, a teaser. Um, it's like hardly a synopsis. It kind of sounds like uh, the one with Denzel Washington, where he's uh, protecting the. Uh, oh, Man on Fire. Chloe. No. Man on Fire, right? No, the, no, the it's the it's the one in Boston. Yeah, I think it's not Man on Fire. No, no it's not Man Equalizer. on Fire. Equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. Equalizer, yeah. yeah. It, it seems a little bit like that one too. Yeah. So those are the two I'm excited about. I don't really know. I don't know. I tried searching for shit. That's coming out later in the year, but I couldn't really find anything. And the stuff that I could find, I don't know. It's difficult for me to get hyped off of um, their shitty uh, synopsis. Uh, so, yeah. Synopses. Nice. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for all those you mentioned. Word. Oh, um, uh, I'll go. Um, yeah, Isle of Dogs. I flagged. I really... Uh, you know me. I like Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it looks... It's cool as fuck looking. It just looks really cool. Yeah. It's very flashy. Um, I'm excited for, you know, and you, you won't be able to quote me on this, but a comic book movie, but Black Panther. I think this is going to be quite a weekend. I never freeze. And I think um, 
Like, get, it's going to be as enjoyable as Get Out, that whole theater-going experience of, like, everybody in February, in a sea of shitty movies, everybody going out and seeing a movie that is really hyped, you know? I like that it's coming out in Black History Month, too. Yeah, I think, that, well, yeah, I would assume that both of those are done on purpose, right? I would imagine so, yeah. 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 And do they do this every year? Why are you asking me? Like a fucking, yeah, I don't know. Spokesperson? Because you're the one who brought it up. Yeah, we do this oh, every no. year. No, I just happen to, no, I mean, I don't think so. I can't think of another. I'm trying to think, but notable. Like, I like it because it like it breaks up the fucking terrible month of You're talking about like, uh, like black history movies? Like instead of saving these really good movies that are like, like mainly like black lead roles or like racially, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. Conceptual. Instead of saving them and releasing them in the summertime where there would be more, you know, movie going, they like literally wait and, and put it in like a Black History Month. Yeah, I mean, it could have something to do with that. It's probably a nice nod, but I mean, there's also very little competition in February for a comic book movie, so. But I think it's Black Panther like, could beat especially, out Infinity War, man. Especially, yeah, I think it could as well, but I mean. Especially for the untested in terms of like, this is. Uh, you know, and all the memes it's I not see like, about it's it. It's not like we've never seen a Black Panther movie, so it's like it's yeah. like untested waters. I mean, we all know it's going to do well because it's Marvel, and we're already familiar with it. It's now. untested waters for more than that. I mean, but it's like yeah, yeah, and so February is a safe month. But regardless, I know this movie's. I'm pretty sure this my, movie's going to kill it. My friend Phil posted this great meme. It was like, "This is how black I'm I'm going to dress at the Black Panther premiere or something." And then you click on the comments, and there's just people posting pictures. <laughs> It's yeah. fucking great. And um Creed 2, anyone? Yeah. We all know, I mean... Is that slated for release in 2018? Yeah, in the I'll, end I'll, of the year. Yeah, I mean... We don't know much about it, but... Um, it, directed by who? It's oh. not Ryan Coogler, obviously. Yeah. No, he, he stepped down. He stepped down. But oh, Stallone wait. is, like, pushing it. Wait. Stallone was he like... Did, I didn't know that. I should have looked that up. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, I figured Ryan Coogler would <laughs> be... Uh, he's too busy no, Stallone, fucking making Stallone good Stallone stepped down as director, too. He's, yeah. just, he's just writing again. All right, well... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I also put You Were Never Really Here. Um, that we do have a solid trailer for and a lot of buzz. And I think that's going to be good. It's that Sundance right now. Too. Yeah, I'm confident that it will be good. And then there's this movie that everybody's talking about. I don't really know much about it, but it's Chance the Rapper. called he, The teaser is just him putting on a helmet on a moped. And it's mm. called Slice. And it's like oh. a comedy horror about a pizza delivery guy. Starring Chance the Rapper? Chance the Rapper is the lead. I don't know anything about that. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, I actually heard about this a while ago, and there's still not much about it, but they say 2018, so. Cool. That's all I got. Cool. What do you got, Steve? Uh, So my choices, I'm going to start off with this actual, this trailer that I saw recently, and it's, uh, I've seen this other, I've only seen one of this director's films. I saw uh, uh, Listen Up, Philip, which I thought was amazing. And oh, he's doing, yeah, he's doing this other film called uh, Golden Exits. Uh, the director is Alex Ross Perry, and it is starring Emily Browning, uh, obviously Jason Schwartzman. You know the usual cast of characters you see in his film because he's also done Queen of Earth. Yeah, he did I, Queen didn't, of I Earth. did. I didn't see that one. I've heard amazing things as well. It's good, uh, but it's on no, Netflix. I saw it and I was just like, dude, I'm like super pumped. I can't wait. Uh, so. It's that one. I also put Isle of Dogs, and I that was my backup because I knew everyone's going to pick that. You know, you guys know I'm a big fan of uh, stock motion and right. stuff like that. I'm a huge sucker, especially Hipster. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I feel like it's one of uh, Wes Anderson's maybe like 
not a lot of people, I guess, watch it or like at least in terms of just like all his mainstream big hits. It's not like one people really go out of the way to watch. And I think it's hilarious. Uh, but my, my, my actual second choice is director Alex Garland, uh, Annihilation, starring Natalie Portman. That's actually going to be um, soon. Yeah, it's very soon. Yeah. yeah, I didn't put that on the list. Why? Well, mainly because I don't feel that excited. But I, 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 just, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Yeah, yeah, I'm conflicted too. Really? How yeah. so? I don't know. Uh, in theory, on paper, it sounds good, but the trailers just haven't gotten me excited to watch no. it. Really? The first trailer I watched, I was super pumped for, and I was telling Sean, there's a, the second trailer that everyone's been seeing. I don't like the second trailer at all. I mean, I like uh, that little sound effect. I li- wham, wham, wham. Wham. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> whatever I think about. That's all I fucking. That's immediately what I think of. Wham, wham. Uh, no. But no, I'm super pumped. I love his previous film, Ex Machina. It was great. And I'm having high hopes for this. Hopefully it uh, lives up to the hype. I mean, apparently last year I was the winner because I fucking picked great fucking movies. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't fair, though. No, what are you, you talking about? You didn't pick fucking... anything risky. What are you talking about? You fucking picked Dark Tower. That's fucking such that's yeah, a I took shot. a risk. That's, that's a, sh- a risk. That's fucking... That's been in development for forever, man. <laughs> that was a foolish choice. <laughs> uh, nobody disagreed with me. In fact, you guys nodded in approval. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. fuck We'll it. see. Uh, next year, who uh, came on top? I, yeah. think, I think this time around, we picked less. We're all on record saying Isle of Dogs. What yeah. if Isle of Dogs is trash? What if it's like his first... Like, like this, bad movie? This trash. His first like bomb? I don't think it will be. <laughs> I don't think it would be. Uh, yeah, no, I doubt it. I don't think there's much risk in picking that. Um yeah, you know, what do you guys think about this? Hold movie? on, I need to get my list. All right. <laughs> Jesus, ready to move on, huh? Um, I, no, I keep thinking like we're doing it a different way. Well, my list, uh, you guys have some of my picks. Um, number one, uh, You Were Never Really Here. And another um, Joaquin Phoenix movie called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you see the trailer yeah, for that? It looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh there's not much about this movie, but I've been excited about it since I've been reading all the rumors and all the stories. It's a movie called Unsane. Um, it's oh, a new um, Soderbergh movie. Soderbergh, right? Psychological iPhone? horror. They're saying iPhone, but I don't know. Uh, Thumbed on iPhone? Yeah. Parts of it, they're saying. But uh, yeah, it's a psychological horror. He's never really done something like this. and um, He's making a comeback, even though he lied and said he retired. I'm also excited for Super Troopers 2. Um, that officially got a trailer this you know, week. You know what the release date is? 420. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. I'm a big Stupid. big fan of the first one. The weed one. number. Yeah. <laughs> excited for that. I'm also, ex- uh, you know, I'm a little bit on the fence with this, but uh, I'm still excited for Sicario 2. Mm. Uh, yeah, man. That's such an interesting, that's such an interesting trailer and everything good, that came like, out. I'm just like, It's whoa. just a movie that I didn't believe needed a sequel. Did but. not need a sequel. I don't know why they're making it, but I'll watch it. Um... What yeah. else do I got? I got um, had something else. You guys throw me off. Bohemian Rhapsody. No, what the fuck was it? You guys heard about this? Yeah, I heard about it. Rami yeah. Malek playing Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was supposed to be. Um, I think the director got fired, right? I've been reading a lot about this. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be um, what's his name, Borat, playing him. Sasha. Yeah, and he backed down, and then what's his name from um, rock and roll? I can never remember that guy's name. He was supposed to play him as well. It, they've been through so many casting decisions. People who are backing out for some reason of playing him. Not but good. It might be okay. We'll see. Uh, damn, what was the other thing I had in my mind? Threw me off. Well, I can't remember. Anything else you guys want to talk about? 
Uh, actually, there's one random trailer that I saw that I, that I don't know why. I don't think I'm like it's not something super excited for, but I'm definitely definitely picked my interest. It's called Ghost Stories, and it's starring Martin Freeman, and it's like this weird horror movie mm-hmm. about. Uh, no, it's not the one you're thinking about, Tom. No, I know. Oh. No, it's just like it's this uh British like horror film and it's just it's like chronicles like this debunker mm-hmm. which I always like. I love stuff that deals with like people who try to debunk stuff and then slowly realize like oh shit, it's actually yeah. real. Uh, I don't know, it's fun. It's no. always a good time. I watched the trailer, I'm like, this looks really interesting, so I'm gonna definitely gonna go see it. What do you guys say about this idea? Um instead of doing a broad whole year anticipated, what if we broke it up into seasons? That way we have like trailers and info to go off of, you know? Like right before summer we do what are we looking forward to most this summer? Right before the uh the you know, the Oscar season and fall and everything. Mm-hmm. What do we well, and then we could do uh the winter like uh I dry mean, dry month. Yeah. So. I'm also uh this wasn't the movie I was thinking about, but I'm also intrigued with Slender Man. I think the trailer looks the trailer it, it looks, looked like it reminds you of the ring. I don't know who the fuck they were trying to get in. No mouth breather is going to go see that movie. Yeah, exactly. I I was actually telling Steve (laughs) it's supposed to be like a like the Baba Duke influence style of uh, horror. It's not meant for a mainstream audience. I was watching that. This is like the longest horror trail I've ever seen that wasn't scary. I was like sitting there like, ooh. It looked like, fuck like a watching? fucking a school project on Vimeo. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'll check it out. There's another that I kind of wanted to talk about, too. Um, I'm not really sure if it'll come out, though. But if it does, it'll be interesting. It's uh, Scarface. Uh, Scarface? Yeah. Remake or something? Yeah. Oh. Uh, starring Diego Luna. What? Oh. Yeah. Never heard about that. This must have slipped through yeah, my research. It, it may come out, but. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. So mm-hmm. that, that'd be interesting if it does. Oh wow! Remaking Scarface. Yeah. With what are they gonna do? Remake Godfather? Remake Goodfellas? What else are they gonna remake? They're gonna make a fucking fucking. I mean, well, no, you can't. Well, no, you can't put Scarface up there with fucking Godfather. Diego Luna. Well, well in terms in terms of just like I think synonymous a, films like that that have like this weird like huge cult following. Yeah, like, there's a huge following, and that's there. what I'm saying. Like it's just like it's just like that's a weird movie to try to remake. I think it's perfectly fine. I don't think it's a great movie, so I think it's fine. You know, I'm not like a huge fanboy, but I'm just saying it's just like a weird they choice. Do a Scarface like parody movie. They probably done it. Like Starface. Starface. What's, what's <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the comic book movies. What's coming out this year? Avengers, Ant Man and the Wasp. Deadpool. Deadpool two. Yeah, Deadpool. Black I can't Panther. wait. I think what those else? are the main ones. Black Panther. Yeah, I can't wait. I don't know anything. DC? Oh, the new, uh, the new. Um, oh, Aquaman. After Aquaman, uh, and also the that's new uh, X Men movie. Oh, Dark the, Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I thought they canceled. Uh, that. Incredibles two. I don't realize how many of these motherfuckers you get in a whole year. God. Incredibles can, is a superhero movie, right? Yeah, I mean yes. technically. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just after. Watching Justice League, I just don't give a fuck what DC releases. I just do not care. Mm-hmm. I'm well, like, it's I'm, the worst. I'm, I'm intrigued with Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I, I, I never okay. watched the first one. First Ant Man? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's entertaining. Funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny. Pretty, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming from the person who has yet to watch like all the Avenger movies either. So, I don't uh, know. yeah, I'd watch. Is uh, Michael Pena? Yeah, mm-hmm. Michael Pena yeah. is great yeah. in it. Yeah, he's like the he's best. He's hilarious, character. dude. Yeah. I love his character in that movie. There's a also a um, a uh, Pacific Rim sequel coming out this year too. Oh yeah, 
with John Boyega. Yeah, I'm not really sure how people felt about the first one. I never really. I've heard like around. such weird like people are like they Is love Del Toro that shit. doing it again. I don't know. I don't think Del Toro. I enjoyed doing the it. first one. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it on my friend's uh, <laughs> 3D TV. Didn't we see it? And in it theaters? was great. I've never seen it. Oh, maybe it was I was our, I was, was talking about this last night because. It's like this weird, like, people talk about Pacific Rim. They're like, oh, it's amazing. It's fucking so good. And I'm I just it, like... I think the story was, like, solid. It's nothing special, but in terms of, like, action and the, uh, the, uh, the anim- like, the animation, the special effects, it's pretty fucking beautiful. I should bring up that there's Steven S. supposed tonight. to be a Who the fuck uh, is this guy? Mission Impossible this year. All right, let's not hold our breath for. Uh, oh yeah, that's the one where he got uprising. hurt. I haven't seen the yeah. last one. Yeah. He broke. He broke his rib. I, like that. I would say uh, the last one was eh, but Ghost Protocol was very good. I thought. I thought Ghost Protocol was the last one. No, the last one was Ghost uh, Rogue, Protocol. Rogue, Rogue Nation. Really Rogue, Rogue Nation was good. Rogue Nation. That's right. I haven't seen Ghost I Protocol. I think I enjoyed. Uh, I think they're they're actually like for being so far into that franchise. They're this yeah they've really si- yeah they haven't like it doesn't seem like yeah. they buckled under any of the pressure yeah they didn't go like fast and I think Rogue Nation is one of my favorites in I think the pro- entire I like Ghost Protocol the most what I meant Ghost Protocol yeah yeah that I had a lot of fun with that I remember what Rogue Nation come out what t- 2015 something yeah, like yep. that something like that I should probably catch up I guess I, don't I know. remember you went to go see that by yourself uh yeah I went to go I see like it. dropped you off yeah because <laughs> you're later dude yeah because I was uh what the fuck were, that was a long story oh god I remember now. Yeah. No, it's good. I liked it. Yeah. All right. All right. I think it's it, right? Can't wait to come back in a year and say how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about all my choices. What if none of the movies come out? <laughs> well, no, movie theaters stop what existing? What if, what if the, we don't see them? <laughs> we just don't watch any of them. That's possible. We watch, we choose other movies. I mean, we're definitely watching Black Panther. We're definitely yeah, we're, watching we're, Annihilation. We're grasping for Maze Runner. Of course we would watch Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> anything is better than fucking Maze Runner right now. We're like, anything. Give us anything, please. Do they actually Somebody run? Make a movie? Is there any mazes in that movie? Yeah. The first one. The first one. There's mazes. Yeah. Uh, a maze. That's, a what, huge, they call, that's what they call maze. them. They call the people who go into the mazes I'm the Maze gonna, Runners. I'm, I can't do this. Let's uh, Let's move on. To what? We're leaving. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is it. What yeah, I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I guess uh, wait for uh, the release of the following episode to see what we went to watch. Yeah, I guess so. You're on the edge of the, your seat, aren't you? Nope. Damn, like... these guys actually want to see Maze Runner. <laughs> All that shit. All the shit talking. On their 50th episode. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to definitely not happen. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, the laptops are closed. I think uh, that's a sign. That about does it for us. Yeah, my ass hurts. Yeah. Oh, we've got to play the game. Oh, we didn't play the game. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? I feel like we've been talking forever. Dude, I f- we, we've all. I f- you forgot the segment where yeah. we pick a movie. I f- we all forgot about this the game. segment. I'm in chill mode. It's called the game. All right, Harvey, introduce it. Uh, Everybody rolls a uh, 10 sided die. 12. 12-sided die, I'm sorry. We don't know the game anymore. <laughs> yeah. Everyone rolls a 12-sided die. The uh, the winner is the person that rolls the highest number, and they get to assign a movie. Uh, no, that's not. That's the old version. Oh, yeah, that is the old version. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. We, we fuck it up. <laughs> so the loser from the previous week gets to assign the person that rolls the lowest number this week a movie. So, okay. yeah, Steve lost last week, so he is going to choose yeah. he has a movie a, yeah. for Pull whoever. up your list, Steve. He has immunity this week, and he will be assigning a movie. Hopefully Let's he's got something in the pocket. I don't got shit. I'll go first, guys. You don't got worry. three rolls to get it ready. 
Let me get a good roll. Get Give a good a one. None of this bullshit roll. Uh, Thomas Shomo shaking his hand. He throws a dice. It hits my can, and he's got an eight. Looking good. My eight's okay. not bad. It's safe. Harvey's going next. That it's boring, solid, though. You know? It's boring. That is a solid I number. I think Harvey's losing it. Um, traditionally, uh, history would tell us that I will lose. And I got a four, so Harvey lost. Yeah, I will probably lose. <laughs> Unless I get lower than four. <laughs> it's just going to be a battle of Harvey losing and gaining power. Well, I lost. <laughs> surprise. Surprise, surprise. Put on the list, Steve. Rank him up again. Yeah, but now you have the opportunity to be a winner. I have, like, not I been lost, like, two weeks ago. That's why I was a winner last I week. I know, but now, like, look at me. I'm in limbo. No winning, no losing. It's 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 boring. Give him a Steven Seagal movie. I'm going to give him this movie that I watched, I stumbled upon after getting my Korean kick. Uh, It's called Memories of Murder. I fucking adored this movie. And I think you will too, Harvey. Great. Where can you find this movie? You can find this on Amazon for rent. Uh, I think it's $2.99. And I think I think I think you'll be pleasant. I think you're. I, I think you uh, put, put it on the company card. You put it on the company card. You're gonna enjoy this. Okay. All right. I guess that's it, huh? We played the game. Yeah. <laughs> that we forgot about. You completely Almost forgot about. Sean was funny, doing a sign off. How <laughs> funny would it have been if none of us noticed? We we hit stop. <laughs> oh shit! We'd have. I'll do it and post it. Everybody's voice at home. <laughs> what you impersonate everyone? Yeah. Oh, lost again. Poked escape. If you wanted to impersonate me, you'd have to probably like stuff food in your mouth. I'll just compile shit from the old podcast. <laughs> like how they like do those things where they make Obama say sentences out of, out oh, of yeah. speeches. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, I appreciate you guys sticking through us. With us in that episode, sticking through us, Ooh. sticking through us, sticking through with us in that episode <laughs> while we uh, stumbled around, couldn't find our feet, don't know what we're gonna review next week, but it should be a surprise, should be fun. We don't know shit. It's our fiftieth episode, man. Let us get a break. Is it? Yeah. Is Come this on. the fiftieth? No, 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 next week's fiftieth. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we should we should dress up, even though <laughs> nobody can see us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, we're working the uh, they find us, Steve. You can find us at uh, Instagram, Do The Right Film. Is it underscore podcast? Do The Right Film underscore podcast yeah. on Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Do The Right Film. <laughs> we also have a website, dotherightfilm.com. You can visit there. You can send us a message if you'd like. Tell us if you like the show, if you hate the show. Tell yeah. us which person we should kick off the show. Yeah. Um, well, I was looking down. Did he look at anybody when he said that? I don't yeah, know if he my, did, my but he's right. like he's in, he's like trying to antagonize people. People are gonna be like, "Yeah, your ass should go." Also, uh, <laughs> if you did listen this week, let us know if there's any films you're excited about 2018 that we missed. Maybe you're in a loop that we're not in. Yeah, they probably are. Maybe people are smarter than us. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fuck the discovery, and I'm out. All right. We need a catchphrase, guys.